to the ether today is wednesday october 19th 2022 today on the ether part one of a two-part chepe space join the hunt for doquan let's get our compensation <laughs> is this for real oh fuck let's take a listen hmm yeah this is gonna get good <laughs> like, it's like with with this like the um chase for dough and this like escaping narrative and whatnot like honestly this could become like the biggest fucking meme coin experience of all time like no joke like like i i can't recall a story in crypto as fucked up as this right so like i don't know if the the 4400 like hunt for um doquan is like kind of like i don't know a, a purposeful psyop meme formation or if like legitimately there's like 4400 retards like out looking for him <laughs> like I'm having a hard time figuring out which of those this is. But what's so have, has anyone asked them like what their end game is in finding him? Like what are they going to do when they find him? Like what is what is the plan? Do they do they have a plan? Well, like, I think we need gonna... to get on that like Discord group or whatever. This like group of people and find out like what, what kind of nonsense are they actually spewing in there? <laughs> like, but the article doesn't really say very much, right? The block article. Like it just says kind of like 40, like there's these people, they're upset about Do Kwan. They want to like assist in finding him. They believe he might be in like ding of uh, like some people like he's in Seychelles. Some people and like the, the article is very vague, like, oh, he could be in Dubai. In other words, um, just being goofy. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And even if they did get near him, the uh, the people who want to protect him through financial incentive would kill him kill them um which would be funny as well that's what i don't understand like isn't like keeping him alive and and having him continue to come up with his next brilliant idea like doesn't that unwreck us all like so what's like i don't understand like there's zero down like benefit of hunting him down and whatever their plan is for him like there's zero like well he's there to pump our bags like, well, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, like it was claimed that UST was safe. And, you know, so the price went down, people got wrecked and therefore let's hunt him down and like, I don't know, like skin him alive or like, you know, like burn him or something. Like, it's like a burn the witch thing. I never understood UST. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I, like, I, I mean, I've not been in crypto long and certainly a lot shorter than you, Sefi. But when I first found UST and like began to do provisional research, I thought UST is all of the downsides of Luna with none of the upsides. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I didn't actually hold very much UST. Like I thought the any kind of like serious upside was to own Luna, which is why that's what I had. And like I just got lucky that I happened to hold like lots of it in like Prism or whatever. So like even at a loss, I was able to sell some of it. But like 
Um, but yeah, yeah, any kind of bet on that ecosystem was so more one of Luna, not of UST. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like it's, it's none of the upsides. I guess the only upside is if you have complete conviction in um, a form of insurance, like DPEG insurance. If you really, really yeah. believe that and you want to count on the 18% or whatever um, yield remains after the 2% deduction from the insurance or something, then it makes sense. Okay, do that. But most people didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, so I originally came over because of the 20%. And I was like, oh, I have all this money in my business checking. I can just park it in my in anchor and earn 20%. But then like, the more and more I learned about Luna, I was just and I got in at like, like 45 or 48 or something like that. And I was like, the more and more like Luna was doing its thing, and the ecosystem was building all these cool apps and things like that. I was like, why the fuck do I want to be sitting in in UST earning 20%? Like I kept some in there as like a, a thing. But other than that, I was doing like all the, you know, yeah, the like I could, shit. I like could I came over for UST, but then I I was quickly converted to like, you know, all the shit that was going on in the ecosystem and the NFTs. And, and it was, it was kind of ironic. I thought I was really diversified by not being just in Luna, by being in like Prism and Astro and all this other shit. But then like, you know, when the, the part that really wrecked me was like when the chain failed, like everything I thought I was diversified in also like went to fucking shit too. So um, it was, it was kind of actually a blessing in disguise that I was kind of branching out into the cosmos, like before, like we all got, you know, kind of wrecked. So, but yeah, there was a, like the UST, like, uh, I had some for just some basic transactional purposes, this and that, um, I, I used a little bit of like, I got some UST with anchorage on, I'm sorry, leverage on anchor to borrow against some Luna and like get either more Luna or some other crap in the ecosystem, just like small projects like Mars and this and that and the other thing. And, um, <clears throat> and like what ended up, uh, you know, I was thinking for a while, I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just borrow some like easy money somewhere off of like some insurance or whatever. And maybe I'll, um, go and like borrow off of it and then like plug in anchor, do kind of a carry trade type of thing. And I didn't even bother end up doing that. I just sort of like thought about it was like kind of considering it. And then I got lazy and didn't bother actually. Um, I was like, ah, who needs the nuisance of dealing with a, uh, like a loan and this and that and the other thing and why bother? So I just didn't. And, um, so yeah, I didn't have that much of it, but, but yeah, like the people that had, like crazy amounts of like UST is kind of the savings account there. Those are the people that are probably like the most upset, not so much the, the people in Luna who accepted some, um, you know, whatever volatility or zero risk or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm curious though, is like the, the people like me that came for the 20%, but then like got like lured into the ecosystem and to do all the, you know, the other stuff that was available. Like, cause that, cause let's be real. That was the point of anchor, right? Anchor was, the 20% was for people that like FUD on it, FUDed on it till the end of time, like didn't understand it. Like that was their marketing. Like come here for the 20%, stay for the fucking DGen activities. Like if you didn't see through that, then you deserve to. Well, it know, was, it was like stated like, as that, right? Yeah. It was kind of stated that like, this is like a marketing budget eventually is going to run out and there's not going to be a 20% yield or whatever. This is all sort of like uh, understood to, to an extent, like, but at the same time, you know, belief is powerful. People buy what they want to buy. They kind of allocate what they want and they do whatever. And uh, like, you know, plenty of people got wrecked, but, but still this whole, like building up a team of people that are going to hunt and find Doquan 
it's just embarrassing. It's not going to happen. Have you ever like tried to find someone on this planet like that didn't want to be found? Get out of here. Pussy ish as well. Like, what do you like to have so like four thousand four hundred people against one? It's like really pussy ish. It's like a group, like a gang of kids on a playground targeting one kid. Like fight man to man at least. You know what I mean? Send one at a time. Send like one guy from Turkey over to Singapore. If he dies, if he fails. Send another one, but do it like in serial, not in in parallel. Like it, I think it's so fucking pussy to have a big mob at the same time. You know what I mean? Just like bring back the old-fashioned jewels and shit. Like stop with that. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine. Like I, I, I'd like to be like a fly on the wall in that Discord. Right? It's like there's probably like people in there. Like oh yeah, if I was uh, like you know I was MI six or you know there's gotta be like a whole host of LARPers in there. Right. You know, that's got to be funny. Um, like, yeah, we're like, I'm X MI6 or, you know, maybe like, <laughs> like I want to get forces. I want us all to get in there and contribute and like just find images on Google, like an image of a cafe and say, you saw him here. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, provide all sorts of like, contra- like contradictory evidence and whatever. Yeah, and like start arguments. Like I say, I saw him at some cafe in Paris, and you're like, no, 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 because I I saw him one hour ago in Hawaii, and then we get into fucking arguments, and like, well, one of us is wrong, and it's you, you motherfucker, you stupid lying bastard. <laughs> What's up, Yura? And and like we start reporting each other to the moderators for like this guy. This guy is giving misinformation. He must be planted here by Do Kwon. This guy is a TFL plant. Uh, you're a, uh, you're the investigative arm of uh, Lunkdao, right? Um, you need to find this Discord for us. <laughs> well, I wanted to mention that I'm uh, actually focused on another manhunt. Um, maybe you guys might be interested. It's like a parallel thing happening. Maybe there's uh, some cross-pollination that might happen. Uh, if you're aware of Igor Gherkin, uh, a Russian uh, nationalist um, who... Um, is responsible for war crimes in the first, second Chechen wars in uh, Georgia, and um, then was put in charge of uh, Donetsk region in the uh, Russian invasion of Crimea in 2014, uh, 2014, yeah, and was responsible for the Malaysian Airlines Flight 17 uh, getting shot down over Ukraine. So uh, there's actually a price on his head of at least $100,000, and um, he's been sent to Ukraine, and uh, yeah, people are looking for him. So um, there's also important manhunts happening. I should mention, not just like uh, <laughs> these guys going after Duquan. We should offer. It's funny. We should offer like a bounty. Uh, like, okay, if you find him and bring him to Lunkdow, right? <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll pay you to take him off your hands, and we'll give you more than the authorities will, or something like that. <laughs> We'll make sure that he's uh, brought to justice or something like that. <laughs> like have a little uh, thing, you know. Like remember when Kobe did that thing with, um, uh, like what G- like Al God and um, uh, GCR and uh, what's his name and with Doe, uh, where he had like this wallet, right? Like <laughs> there's this like bet that went on. Remember that? We need to stimulate. We need to like recreate that experience somehow. I'm pretty excited because once once these uh, crack team of investigators find Duquan, they'll have heaps of experience. Now they can find Gherkin. You know, they'll have, yeah, some serious investigative experience. 
tracking down IPs and whatnot. I don't really know how they're going to find them. Should be a betting market, really, on whether they can find Doquan and prosecute him. Yeah, we've got yeah, uh, the Doquan adapt. mentioned that uh, he wanted uh, some kind of betting market where um, people can bet on whether someone will get prosecuted. It's like very close to an assassination market. It's like, we'll get qualified lawyers to, um, I don't know, check if someone is going to get prosecuted. I don't really understand that, man, but... So if you're making friends with Jay Kwon in the chat. Excellent. <laughs> mm, let's see what they... And he's already trying to talk conspiracies and stuff, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The drama around here is hilarious. Seth, I just DM'd you a link to that Discord. I'm beginning to reprogram oh, his beliefs. Oh, you got it. You got the yeah. uh, link. To yeah, the I found a link. I just sent it to you. Mm, let's see here. Oh, did you find the Discord link? Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, send it to Bruce too. The, join the UST Restitution Group Discord server. Very nice. Who's this led by? What? Who's the admin and stuff? Uh, Jesus, now, like now I have to get Discord again. I, I deleted is. the fucking thing because it was so irritating. <laughs> I have to download the thing for this one purpose. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Evidence pictures page. Do you think we can use Dolly 3 to generate <laughs> images of Doquan in random places to, to post in that channel? You're, when you're in that uh, group, go on the Evidence pictures page and scroll up. They've just, they're pitch, p- taking pictures of like charts and circling the, the amount of volume as if to suggest it's Doquan or something. It's very strange. Mm, that's funny. Hold on. I'm still trying to get my stupid thing to work here. One minute. They're saying um, th- th- some comments. I'm reading the comments now. They've said the way he dresses, his poor outfit look in just a T-shirt is similar to Elizabeth Holmes and the way she lowers her voice. Another guy comments, it's hilarious. This guy had a very privileged upbringing and a privileged attitude as well. Um, he doesn't need to be wearing those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are they suggesting he wear? Like maybe go shirtless or something? Well, they're suggesting the way he dresses is, is like a deliberate attempt to gain a certain impression, which I agree with. I think that's very true. I think he is wearing T-shirts in the same way that Elizabeth Holmes lowers her voice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, hold on. Sophie, have you ever talked to somebody who was angry about Doquan in the space? Um, other than like not specifically, I've never have. They've never spoken in a space, ever. Yeah, not I had like, I had like a random Indian guy once was like, um, don't he? But he was like didn't understand anything. He was like, um, I thought Doquan minted all of those tokens himself. Aren't you angry about that? And then I think I explained like the mechanism of the mint and burn, and you know how it balanced UST or something. And he was like, oh. I guess it's not his fault then. <laughs> and then he was like happy. So I don't know. But but honestly, nobody it's weird. It's like it's only it's only in the written format and nobody from the old community. Nobody who was there. None of the biggest lot you would think that if we were already angry and we found out some horrible thing, 
all of these super intelligent people in the old community who lost all of their money would band together and take action, right? But we're not. Yeah, like we lost uh, uh, between like even a small group of us, we probably lost like you know ten or twenty million. I would think, like you know, it's like it's a shocking thing to even. I think in in the little Lunkdow Twitter group, you're probably talking about fifty million plus in there. I think between me and you, Seppi, a lot, like eight figures. Yeah, just I think it's kind of strange how. Yeah, almost nobody that like um, would have stood to have lost like mega amounts of money is almost saying nothing on Twitter. Yep, yep. None of none of the actual uh, like at least for me, if if there's something really unfair, if I've really really been swindled, I will fight for it. But there I must just... be some kind of idiot here. But this this Discord link that Mike sent me. Mm, it's trying to open up like discord and twitter but like how do i there's usually a top right like open and then it will open the app like it, it, you go to the browser then it reopens the app yeah that's what i'm saying it's it's like it doesn't have that i don't know like what's what am i doing what am i doing wrong here or it's like uh, is there a it's at the bottom right when you open the link bottom right that's weird. It doesn't show me anything. It just shows me like the accept invite. Um, it's at discord.com, but it's not <clears throat> giving me like a thing to open the actual stupid like app itself. I don't really want to put all that like info into the actual like Twitter browser. Mm. It's a dead discord though. There's nothing really going on here. There's oh. just Losers posting some graphs and things. Mm, maybe like <laughs> posted on the Lunkdown account or something. <laughs> everyone's asking for it. Like now everyone's DMing me like, hey, send me the link. I don't know what this, I don't know if this is originally the Fat Man group or what. Got no idea. But what have they said so far? And is that where the 4,400 like members thing came from? Yeah. Just the membership of the Discord? It's just a group full of idiots. So Fatman was in this group before. He's clearly made a load of comments. Like what? What are people saying? Oh, he's still in there. Okay, so it must be his group. Yeah, I think he's the owner of the of the Discord. How could you have possibly guessed that? <laughs> Pretty sure you said it was Fat Man before you even knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the thing about Fat Man is that Fat Man um, said again and again that there is a 50% chance of compensation. Like a lot of his following and stuff was built off of this guarantee um, that like these assurances he made that if you join this campaign, if you support this thing I'm doing and my page and, and retweet and do all this stuff, there's like a 50% chance of compensation. And he said this number again and again and again. So like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not, I don't know, whatever. He, but he certainly made people a lot of guarantees um, based on nothing. I thought he made claims briefly about like some kind of, class action suit or some bullshit too right yeah yeah i think um i think l various legal firms 
bidded for it or contacted him or something. I guess it's just a good attention-seeking thing for any firm to do, right? Um, given that it's like a high-profile case where there's massive sentiment against him. If they are seen to be the ones taking action or something like that, then I guess it's positive and, and worth. It's like plus EV. Yeah, you're gonna have a statuses of of different lawsuits, and they're also in that too, too. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna have like a some U.S. firm doing some sort of class action thing, and I don't know where South Korea or what. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So this this like Discord group so far is just like like an exploratory group they created, or what? Well, what what I did is I I went to the I kind of had a browse, and people were saying things like, "I'm in Korea. What should I do?" and stuff like that. But if you go to the top and you search for from a user and then you put in Fat Man, you can see what Fat Man said. He's just interacting with idiots and it's getting more and more infrequent. It seems like there was a lot of activity at the start and now it's just all dying very slowly. Nothing's actually happening. He's lost, basically. Um, the first principle is you've got to capture Doquan, but Doquan is now protected. So good luck. Now you're a loser. But you know the the Fat Man account though clearly knows uh, like how to use Twitter well, right? Like, there's no question about that. Like, the the methodologies he's used are like that of a veteran, I would say. Don't you think? Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So when we capture Doquan, um we have to decide what we're going to do with him. Right. Like we have all these different people who um, want to capture him alive. Um, Which entity are we going to give him up to? This is the real, like we have to think this through a little bit, right? Like you're going to show up like at some, at his safe house in a basement, right. With the bricks behind him and everything. And you're going to like, what you're going to, you're going to point a gun to his head and say like, come with me or like, what is the plan Mm -hmm. here? Right. I think catch and release. You gotta take him and then let him off in a different country and give someone else a chance to catch him. So what you're saying is like the fun is in like hunting him down, like yeah, I it's think like so. a human manhunt type of like movie. I mean, there's four thousand people waiting for a chance. You don't want to just you know one and done. I'm reading things now. It's quite interesting. Some messages in here. Fat Man says that Laura Shin asked him to do an interview with her. <laughs> it should be interesting um, but yeah like it all falls apart because he's too much of a pussy to do any kind of video or audio yeah he's not going to do audio I don't think I doubt it hmm. so like do you have any theories about like Do Kwan's like feather tweet you think it has something to do with like birds or pens or what like <laughs> someone said it was did he did, was it a pen or a feather in the end just a feather a feather because like someone said hey you doofuses that's a pen that's like a like a writing pen and maybe it's something about like i don't know stories or something and then doze comes back and he says no that's just a feather (laughs) so i don't know what that means um (laughs) i don't know hmm could be anything yeah i haven't heard of any like uh, rumors of projects that specifically like revolve around a feather, maybe a bird. Like he's like I don't know, he's flying from the law. Yeah, <laughs> I think just have feathers. <laughs> what does? Imagine if we see that haunting on Omniflix. Yeah, yeah. There's 
the thing I told you, Seppi. Um, but then there's like 10 other things ready to go, which is interesting. Um, there's the, the improv protocol, the story protocol. Uh, well, that's why I thought like with the improv protocol, I thought the feather meant a pen. That's what I thought that was. And then, so, and then Doe's like, no, it's just a feather. <laughs> I yeah. But I, I don't think anyone quite knows how they work. The people are exploring like the test net data and stuff. Um, but presumably it's what he said about five months ago with the code content data creating real economies and people actually doing things. And presumably some of that stuff is kind of like a, uh, an on-chain version of, of like, I don't know. It, it seems like some of it is to do with NFTs and the real potentials of NFTs and evolving NFTs and NFTs as identities and um, keys to open things and whatever else. But another part of it seems to be more like moving kind of a gig econ economy on-chain. Like things, you know, remember things like Fiverr. Or whatever else, like the generation of, of stories and copywriting and whatever else. Um, I'm not really sure, though. People have got theories about it. And then there's Fountain Finance, whatever that is. Uh, there's, a, there's an app for posting jobs and bidding on them. Yeah, the labor um, thing, yeah. I think, was something he was talking about quite a bit. Yeah, like a, it's like, it seems to be like a gig economy. I thought of like Fiverr, but maybe it's not quite like that almost like a gig economy to get people doing things for each other. Um, and presumably NFTs with some kind of reputation would, would matter there, right? Um, because if, if, if I as an NFT have um, a reputation long-term as being a consistent provider or something like that, then it cultivates trust. Um, so, And then NFT games. I've heard various people like Evan at TFL and, and Vlad and others talk about GPS games. Um, they've made these weird mentions of shoes as well, for some reason, like GPS games and shoes, which is weird. Um, I'm not quite sure how a GPS game would ever work, though, really, because presumably you want to be anonymous. Um, would that not be an issue with something like crypto? Like, you don't really want to know, let people know where you are connected to your wallet or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, you would want to have like, for those kinds of things, you'd want to have a wallet that um, you'd need it to be separate. Yeah, it would definitely be separate. Like you wouldn't want to know that that a guy with 50 million Luna is in a particular place at a particular time, right? <laughs> that would be yeah, ridiculous. Of course. So like you'd, you'd use a sep an entirely separate wallet for this. But at the same time, it wouldn't be surprising just given his current predicament that like his people are putting together like some kind of mixing service too. <laughs> like it might as well. You're already on the fucking run. You just make whatever you want now. Yeah. And then there were, uh, um, I don't know, different, there's been a lot of weird shit on, um, uh, the test net, different derivatives and dexes with margin loans and whatever the fuck else. It's all a bit crazy. But, um, yeah, the thing I mentioned to you, Safi is first. And then the rest of it rolls out. Um, and then there's also some secret expansion. Yeah. And I, I kind of get the hint that, um, like, so I talked to, uh, I had like a Google meet, right. With the, the Andromeda people, which was really interesting. Um, I got the hint, like not only from the conversation with them, but also the, um, you know, I like Doe is the one that actually, I think initially, like advocated for funding Andromeda in the very, very beginning. 
I think their first round was like two million, and then like now they're doing a five million. I'm not, maybe they might have already finished it. Um, anyway, but uh, they are sort of in some direct contact, and like the hint I got from them was like they're going to be releasing their like drag and drop NFT um, like composability system that will be uh, on Terra, but also be able to connect to a lot of other protocols. Like uh, uh, I think some of the early testing will be in Juno and this and that, but ultimately they can just connect to anything and um, we'll have, they'll have like an app store and all sorts of other shit. But anyway, it looks super interesting. It looks like one of the most important um, sort of like pieces of the puzzle of crypto that like hasn't been done yet in a sense in some ways anyway, but it's the, the release for that I think is coming. They described like June, July. So I think with all of different things coming from like TFL um like other things that are happening in the background it's like it's almost surely like like to, to bring luda higher than its current price is almost like easy number one like any simple meme can fire it off right we saw that happen <laughs> once already and um it's uh like but if you have a whole bunch of legitimate stuff coming out through next year like this could actually be really good for people who have any uh luna left over so i think it's good that he's kind of continuing to build stuff and like advocate for the system or whatever. So yeah, hopefully he gets kept nice and hidden and they keep building shit like run, do run. Yeah, um, I think he will. I don't think there's any risk right now, but yeah, carry on. Oh no, so, uh, so beyond Andromeda, I tried looking into it. Um, is any part of it actually out or is it all kind of not released? Because they have docs on their website and I've been tracking the project a bit, but... Yeah, I saw a, I saw some like little bit of like insider info like they shared with me about you know uh, kind of how it works and you know the types of like connectivity you're gonna have to, you're gonna be able to create uh but essentially it's like the concept is is like um it's a no code type environment so imagine um, like for example i don't know if, i don't know if you guys have used any like home automation software like um like ifttt if this then that um, oh. Or other types of software. Have you guys used those things? Oh no, not again, Seth. You already did a ten-hour space about <laughs> none of this. Please stop. Yeah, no. So it's not out. Fair yeah, anyway, long story short, you're gonna be able to like uh, not have to know a whole lot of shit, and you're gonna be able to connect like your NFT project and your DEXs on in Cosmos or whatever, and you can do different interesting things with being like a total newbie at these things almost which is super, super interesting because people make all sorts of stuff. Anyway, yeah, Hutch, what's up? Yeah, I, I, uh, I had the pleasure of hanging out with those guys in uh, in June. And uh, I, I got a, a good family friend, a guy I've known since I was born. Our parents hung out and would drink. And uh, he got into crypto really, really early. I did not, unfortunately. So he got a bunch of Bitcoin in whatever, 2015, and, and got to know those guys doing crypto conferences. So. I've had the pleasure to do some uh, some calls with them, but I haven't talked to them lately. Sefi, I know you did, so you had the latest alpha. But what they presented at the OsmoCon in June in Austin uh, reminds me of, like, I use uh, Infusionsoft, which is like email marketing stuff where you can kind of just drag and drop, like, okay, email this person, and then if they click, do this, and then if they open an email, do this. And, you know, it's it essentially is like that. And... Um, I think the best way I've heard it put is, is it's going to be like the WordPress for D apps. So it's supposed to make it uh, so that normies 
entrepreneur normies can get into web three without having to have a team. Because as we all know, you know, there's a big scarcity and, and a lack of devs and auditors, but allegedly with their system that it's NFT based, but people think of NFTs and they think of monkeys and penguins and whatnot, but it's more so it just the, the truest form of an NFT. It's, it's a non fungible token. And instead of the functionality being in an app, it's actually through NFTs. And that's, <clears throat> that's my high level understanding. I don't know enough about the science or the code, but they were showing the builder and it looked pretty cool. But if we're all now more important, more importantly, Hush, did the members of the Andromeda team leak to you where Doquan is? Um, <laughs> no, I, this is this is before he was on the run. This is when he was allegedly still just hanging out at his place in Singapore. Uh, yeah, I, I read that article today that he's on the run. It's, I mean, it's just the media is just such a joke. Like, who who knows? If I mean, if I was Doe, I, I would I would have been on the run a long time ago just to avoid crap like that. But um. You know, he, he doesn't see he's, he's a pretty noticeable guy and uh, he likes to drink. He likes to party. So uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's on the yacht with three arrows crypto. Who fucking knows? So you just have to find out like where all the sake is going or something <laughs> or whatever he likes to drink. Uh, yeah, I've seen lots lots of postings with uh, with different lunatics over over the months of whatever during the rise of Luna. But yeah, the the, the Andromeda thing I've always I've always wanted to keep a pulse on just because, you know, we're all looking for mass adoption and, you know, we've all kind of gone way down the rabbit hole and it, and like, let's face it, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Right. Like it, like. Actually, most people don't want mass adoption. What they really want is whatever they buy a thousand X. That's what they actually. Want. Well, that that's where we are now. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is right? to get mass adoption, you need something like Andromeda that makes web three easy and accessible for normies. And so I hope it's, it's a very ambitious and bold, right. Project. And, uh, and I hope they can pull it off. Well, I mean, just I guess my point was like they, from the the conversations that I heard from them, it's like it seems like a lot of what they're doing is going to coincide with um, a lot of the stuff that like TFL is doing. Um, and yeah, I think there's going to be a fair number of like uh, announcements over the next six months or so, like a lot. So we'll see how that goes. That would be cool. So, so you're saying I shouldn't like liquidate my uh, whatever my unlock in November. I should just hang out and wait for this stuff to materialize. Well, the in November it's very little. It's like what isn't it? Like my wallet says like it's 05 percent, which is almost nothing. Uh, Speak for yourself. The smaller wallets unlocking. The smaller wallets are unlocking more. Man, you know you don't need to brag. Oh, is that what it is? We 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 all Sorry. we all know we all know he's the big blue whale, but uh, but yeah, you know, I, I'll be honest. I I liquidated at first just because I was bleeding and and just needed some wanted some liquidity and wanted to get to cash and and like the, what the fuck? I'm not getting anything in November. Like it's almost nothing. Like why is that? It's because so, you are you have a lot of Luna and there are tears. I heard there was a you Discord you can join. If you want to take this up with Doquan. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, I'll just argue with Doe. Um, maybe he can do something for me. Like, devs do something, like, literally. No, join the 4,000 people. Go find him and pound on his door and whatever and find out why you're not getting an unlock. Have they checked the Nationals stadium? Since the Nationals didn't make it to the postseason, maybe he's hanging out in that club box that uh, TFL bot. Do you know one of the funniest things that everyone has forgotten? 
the terror adverts, the the terror lunar adverts are still running on the nationals games. Um, I looked up the nationals the other day, and they're all over the billboards and stuff, all over the stadium, everywhere. They're they're still playing. I don't know why, because I mentioned this a while back on the Lunkdow account, and nobody realized it. I was like, it's like a five-year contract, isn't it? It's like a a forty million. I think I don't think it's a five-year thing, but it's like a year or two. Um, But but uh, I thought it was five years, forty million dollars. It was five years, but they probably didn't get all the money, so it probably won't last five. But it, it was a five-year contract, and, th- and this just kills me because I was there April 22nd. Happened, it was just random or not, whatever. I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. The Terabytes guys were there doing the podcast. Westy was there, uh, Dan B, Defiant Dan B, and uh, uh, Block Muncher. It was a group of like, call it a dozen of us there. And it was just like such a glorious night. Like, think about it, guys. April 22nd, you know, we were all just like loving life on top of the world there at the national stadium. It was like surreal. And it was like, you just felt like, you just felt like we were going to own the freaking world. And, uh, and, and then it was so sad to see uh, uh, Jay Pigeon. He's the he's the leader of the um, the L.A. meetup group. He was like, wow, you're there. And I guess he booked tickets like right after seeing my posts. And then he was there like a month after whatever, May 9th or towards the end of May. And he, he posted a picture of himself, like shaking his head, like putting his hand on his face, like, no, right behind like the Terra. Like it, it still kills me. It was like, it's, it's like May 9th, April 22nd. It was like, so, so close in time. And that, like, for me personally, like such highs with Terra and then such lows, it fucking kills me. Yeah. Which is why we have to like gather up Do Kwan. We have to use our teams. We have to capture him and like turn him into the authorities and uh, shake him out for like whatever remaining like money he has stolen from us. You know, I, I don't have any ire towards Joe, but I did think about it. And and sometimes I wonder if if the national sponsorship, I mean, if that kind of accelerated the demise. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like if you're a junkyard dog, just like lifting your leg and fucking pissing on the Capitol kind of thing. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's just I, I don't I don't know if that definitely if, if it kind of just put us on the map like a little too soon. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, like an event was bound to happen eventually, I suppose. So who knows? But whatever, <laughs> like at this point. Um, oh, this is an interesting like post at the top. What is this all about, Bruce? <laughs> Stellar prism. I was, can you work it out? I, I read these things and they like have an emotional energy of anger or something. But then you read them and it's like, what are you talking about? Lunkdow, you're an astounding hypocrite moaning and making Luna 2.0 holders whole. After the crash, will you validate for both chains posting hypocrisy defending Doquan? The top validators in Terra River cohorts are not better than Doquan TFL, more of the same. Like, what have I read there? What have you read there? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Something like everybody's a, a loser or like everyone's bad and like no matter what happens, we're screwed or something like that. Lunkdown, you're an astounding hypocrite. Moaning about making Luna 2 holders whole in speech marks after the crash while you validate for both chains posting hypocrisy defending the... What am I reading? I wish I could... It reminds me when I used to read books to my daughter and she would see like if people's like eyebrows were like slanted downwards, she'd go, dad, why is he's mad? Why, Why is he's mad? 
<laughs> when I read that, it's like, I can tell he's mad, but I don't know what the fuck he's saying. It's just like, um, I don't know. <sighs> but I've, I've seen thousands of these comments that make no sense at all. It's very strange. You try, And you try and tell them, like, you ask them, like, what are you talking about? Like, what's the, try and say it again. And they say it again. It also makes no sense. Then they say it again. It also makes no sense. And you try and, like, be compassionate and teach them like give them a clue as to what happened or something but it still makes no sense i don't know it's a weird thing it's like it's like ai gibberish it just goes on and on and on and there's no there's no learning mechanism at all there's no possibility to ever have a conversation so mike just shared with me a um <clears throat> a like court uh like i don't know some sort of class action document let me find it and read it to you here so it's on airtable.com Mm, I'm Where not sure is exactly. Airtable.com. Um, I'm not sure what the purpose of this particular website is, but it basically shows you like some different um, lawsuits like Pearl versus Coinbase and like Patterson versus Terraform Labs, Lockhart versus BAM Trading Services, whoever that is. So like the Patterson versus Terraform Labs says assigned to judge law firm Scott and Scott LLP. Terraform defendants, Terraform Labs, Doquan, Jump Crypto at all. I guess because like maybe Jump Crypto is an investor in early investor or something. I don't know. North District of California, date filed 6-17-22. Mm, USTRG action required. Yes, complete form. And then there's like a Scott and Scott dash Scott.com slash cryptocurrency cases. Anyway, so you go to this website let's see what they have here so yeah it's like scott-scott.com the terra ust luna sign up for alerts join action representing investors in a class action against tfl jump crypto jump trading republic capital republic maximal tribe defiance defiance gsr markets limited three arrows capital Collectively, the Luna Foundation Guard and individual defendants Nicholas, Platius, and Doquan. Uh, blah, 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 blah. People lost money, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so you can like get on this thing and you can join this supposed class action lawsuit by adding your name, email, phone number, and some sort of like communication follow up. So, anyway, I guess there's something out there going after some of the firms maybe like the early investors in Terra, but wouldn't those simply be more defendant? I'm like, so if you were in any type of like um, investor in Terra does not make them part of TFL, it would just make them also um, people who lost money. Like, I don't know why you would be going after those people. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Let's get them. I just noticed this guy at the top of the, you know, the tweet we're just reading. He's got a YouTube channel. Let me just check it out. I want to see if he speaks on it. If it's a real human, that'd be amazing. Yeah, so I kind of like, okay, let me share this thing. Yeah, people are going to go sign up for this um, class action lawsuit. Um, they can certainly do so. Um, let me share it up top. It's hilarious. Um, Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's posted up top. Yeah. We need to get everybody into the Doquan Hunt Discord group, which is where, um, how do you share that? 
let's see. Yep, there we go. Okay, so I think it's, uh, yeah, it's posted up top. The If people want to join the, the Discord UST restitution group, um, these are people that are going to like go and chase after Doquan, like some kind of like Carmen Sandiego witch hunt, find him, and then like maybe, I don't know what they're going to do, like turn him in or string him up or something. They think he, they have his, he has your money. He has your, like, whatever he scammed out of UST is hiding there in his wallet somewhere, and they're going to get it for you. So, I've, uh, I've challenged this guy to come to the space <laughs> just now. Yeah, nobody ever shows up. I don't know why. It's Look funny. at the top, Safi. Um... <laughs> What's that now? He said, look at the top. Yeah, the tweet I pinned it. I don't know if it's come up. Lunkdow is voting for. Okay, so I don't give a rip what Lunkdow did. Like hypocrites, they should focus only on Lunk, not Doquan TFL 2.0 BS. They cared. LOL. Man, suckers really are born every second, huh? Care about lining their pockets, it seems. <laughs> Lunkdow also voted for forced economics limiting commissions. Wait, what commissions? Like, what are we talking about? Did you advocate or something? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we're just having fun. In the myriad of random posts, like something was said about forced commissions or economics or something. God knows, but he should just come to the space and explain himself. I don't know. A lot of these people don't show up. Like they're, they do like, I don't know. Maybe they don't come onto Twitter space or something. They just sort of like armchair quarterback or whatever keyboard warrior. Pretty normal. Well, I think it's much better to change the the level at which you're talking rather than have any kind of argument. Just like because then it's an instant like expose, right? It's like you you say, I'm willing to have a real human conversation. Are you willing to do the same right now? And they're not, so they lose. It, it's like challenge. It's like someone having a problem with you or something. You challenge them to a fight, and they pussy out. It's like, okay, how real is your problem, really? You're just talking shit. Yeah. Anybody else that wants to hop up here and like, where, where did you drag that bell out from? Now he's doing it. This is Mike's girlfriend got me this just before I dumped her. See you later, bitch. You use the bell to send her off to the yeah, one she, she got you. She gave it to me and then I broke up with her five minutes later. I was like, I, I got what I wanted from you. I got this beautiful Tibetan bowl um, for meditation and stuff. I can use this with all of my meditation students on Zoom to signify it. It's like a, a really nice bowl that sits on top of a, a golden cushion. And there's like a little, um, I don't know what it's called. What's the thing that hits the bowl? But it's really nice. It's like very well polished kind of traditional wood. Yeah, she gave it to me and then I told her to get out, fuck off. Um, and that was it. That's a classic. Um, like discharged by the bell or something. There's got to be a name for that. It's, it's like they're saved by the bell, but I've never heard of like kick the bitch out by the bell. That's a new one for me. I'm just uh, going back to this 
Twitter post, and I'm going to write a lot of clown emojis now. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like today, um, like uh, everyone's shy today about like coming up and chatting about like the hunt for Doquan. Because, you know, there's like, like, there's this like Luna Classic community that ha has a normal, like, what, 100, 100 users, like 100 people are in the space a day, right? And uh, there's kind of like a, just a, like, it's just a nonstop thing. So it, it, it surprised me that uh, everyone's not hopping on the bandwagon to hunt Doquan. And that's, the, that's what I find about the, like, have you figured out the paradox, Bruce, of like, the Luna Classic community somehow giving a shit about like, I don't know. It's just this weird like psychopathy. It's like all of a sudden they care about what like community, and then they care about like I don't know like independence from TFL. Like, why the fuck are you buying a Luna Classic chain coin and then worried about getting finding independence? Like, why don't you just go to like Juno or something? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Like. I think like when you talk to people, it's like they went and bought the coin, right? They're like, they aped into the thing. And you get the sense that some people bought a lot of fucking money worth of Luna Classic. Like, there's no question about that. Like, I, I think 100K type money for buying this coin, like, is almost certain just based on how some people have been talking. And I think what it is, is like, after they showed up, they started like learning about like blockchain terminology, like freedom and this, that, and the other fucking thing. And like, if you go like into the details, you're like, wait a minute. Like you want what exactly you want freedom from Do Kwan? Like you weren't even the people that got wrecked by Do Kwan. Like, what are you talking about? And most of those people that are upset, like weren't even the ones that suffered through the crash. Right. Like, except for a select few of us, I don't know. Like how many people have you met that had like, the original Luna, now they're like Luna classic hardcores. Almost not. I think it's only me. I'm just. I, uh, I haven't met these people. I have no idea. No, 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 none, none. I'm just validating blocks, though. Um, yeah, it's it's like a different thing. Almost none. There may be a couple, one or two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But they then where did the like where did the like narrative brainwashing come from? It's like it doesn't even make sense. Like. It's just a lack of understanding overall. Um, I think people, but you can understand it though. When people first look up Lunk and what it was, I think a lot of them assumed the old investors were still there or wrecked or something like that. Um, and they also just adopted it as a pure narrative. Like, um, this is our way to build back. This is our way to, um, I don't know, like move on and heal and like even even the the guy in the space yesterday raider one of the rebels guys was saying shit like that just completely ridiculous um it made no sense at all like even yeah, i was wondering about that i remember i was questioning about this i was like wait you're like a developer and you decided to show up for what reason and he couldn't really like say anything more except that he bought like a lot of the coin or something and now he's sort of like in it to win it right it wasn't like I don't know. That's the only explanation that makes any sense, actually. If you like buy a whole bunch when it's really low, and mm. then it's like, all right, I'm gonna like build on this thing or like make claims of building on it, and then we're gonna pump this fucker or something. I don't know. The whole thing seems kind of weird. Like that's why, like even when it comes to some of the major developers, I scratch my head and I go, wait a minute, like what are you guys in it for? I don't know. Well, money. 
And if you're if you're trusted by the entire base of investors in the cryptocurrency, you have massive direction power, right? You can do anything with that. Um, the minimum you can do is write a proposal, or redirect the yield, or whatever else, or get a permanent salary. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you can certainly yeah. get. It's a sizable market cap, so that takes a while to bleed out, right? Like it could bleed, like something like that could drag for years. So. Um, it does make sense to kind of like utilize that power or that tension power, I suppose. But I don't, I didn't get the sense that like some of the, some of the folks were like particularly crypto native, or do you think that's a ruse? You mean the uh, rebels guys or what? Yeah. Like, so when I, when I look at like when, like, for example, when Tobias is speaking, he seems like he's super sharp as like in a group with him and Kim and like Jacob and a few people. I kind of get the impression, yeah, he's a really sharp guy. He seems to know what he's doing. Almost to the point I'm like, well, does this guy, like, did he just learn all this now? Or, like, has he, in the background, been in some system and he's not really new to this? Because um, it almost made him, he, he made it sound like, I don't remember what his credentials were, but he was in, like, other tech software type things, right? But he has, he understands, like, pretty low-level programming. Uh, low-level meaning, like, for the audience, like high level usually means like kind of superficial low, low level is like the deeper work. Um, like the terminology and sort of nuances, like he was able to sort of like tit for tat go with Jacob. So he knew what he's talking about. Right. Um, so I just wonder like, is um, like, do, you know, do these guys have a lot more like previous uh, maybe like blockchain related knowledge that they kind of brought to the table and there's like more that they know that they're not letting on. You see what I'm saying? Like, 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 did they just simply show up out of the goodness of their heart or did, like, you know, do they have actually a direct financial motive, which I think is probable, probable, right? Like, cause you have to take a lot, it takes a lot of time to do this stuff. So it's possible. They just sort of showed up to volunteer or something, but like, I didn't hear stories from them that, Oh, like I have family members that lost money or, we lost money on Terra and we thought we would fix this. Like, do you know the history there or no for any of those guys? I don't know if anyone in the audience knows anything about any of that, but no, the whole thing seems a little bit, uh, it's none of it passed the sniff test for me. Um, but I don't know, whatever. Shroot, Yura, have you guys heard anything? No, I don't even know what's going on with this shit it's like they're posting all these images from freaking his github or whatever now and i don't know if you're seeing what he's actively posting right now and it's just like i don't know it's just blowing my mind <laughs> Who, who's github uh jacob's posting from jayquan's i guess oh that he that's likes. that's where like okay jay jay uh so i guess it was like a couple years ago uh posted like images of uh things like i don't know some of it's random bullshit like a picture of the sun or something like that jpegs some of it were like pictures of prominent jewish people like i don't know what it was like maybe janet yellen and like this that and the other thing and like kind of insinuating that you know these people these prominent jews were somehow um you know, like nefarious actors or bad or some other whatever, right? Um, mostly just like the usual, like 
in that internet rabbit hole of like, you know, some kind of like, see the anti-Semitic or quasi anti-Semitic kind of theory um, where, you know, you just basically get a lot of people you don't like that are prominent. And as we know, like there's, there's a fair number, there's a fair balance between like the number of, you know, Jewish people that are socialist, libertarian, right wing, like you have the same like type of people in that community that you do in any other community. But like these people go down this rabbit hole, throw, throw together this narrative, like this kind of anti-Semitic narrative. And uh, Jacob in, in, like inflames the thing, calling it like Nazi propaganda. Like <laughs> he pushes it even further because Jacob's also got like bipolar disorder. So like between the two of them, it's like they just attack each other. And I don't know what like Jay's point was in in dropping in Jacob's like file cabinet on GitHub on on like a, one of the no land no land forks. Um, I don't know why like he dropped this pile of like pictures on him, and what the fuck that was supposed to mean. But it actually shows that Jay did this, right? It wasn't like Jacob was just like faking it or something. This was Jay Quan like posting these things. And Jay all but admitted it. He's like, yeah, like, what, what did I say here that was wrong kind of a thing? You know, it was like, it's kind of like the Kanye West thing that's happening. Like, that's the best way to describe it. Same shit with Kanye West where he makes these claims about, like, I don't know, the Jewish music, music industry execs or some other bullshit, like, which, you know, who knows how much of that is, like, true or not true. Who cares? The point is, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look bad in public one way or the other, right? So, like, if you had half a brain, there's not a great reason to sort of, like, you know, like raise that pitchfork <laughs> for whatever reason in public. And like, it doesn't make, I don't know, the cosmos and stuff look, look good when you do all this bullshit. Right. So anyway, that's what that was all about. And, and then of course, like Jay posts all sorts of interesting, like, um, I don't know, like, like strange political views. And the next, you know, one day he's like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm a spiritual Jew. And then another day he posts like, well, I've like come to Jesus and like Jesus is King and this kind of thing. Like he has these sort of like grandiose hyper-religious behavior or whatever. So, uh, but that's what that whole thing was about. But that, um, no, I was saying like, do you know anything about the, the Luna classic, um, like terror rebels people and like what all they're after exactly? Like, have you, have you guys been following that at all or anybody here besides Bruce? <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't there like a proposal or something like some of the tax like went to fund like what they were doing or something like that? Is that is that what you're kind of talking about? Um, well, yeah, there's that. Um, I'm just saying, like, does anybody know, like the original, the, the terror rebels, like maybe some of the core people, like what their motivations were for like going to the Luna classic chain, was it just simply cause there's like engagement there already or, you know, like, I don't know the, the whole yeah, thing. No, I, no, I don't know any, I don't know anything about that. I think I was in a space, you know, a couple of days ago or yesterday or, or whenever. And I think <laughs> ironically, Jimmy was up there at the, at the time when they were chatting about like, he was the, the, the one guy from like terror rebels was up there. And like, I mean, at the same time, like, I, I mean, whatever man if they want to get compensated like everyone else is getting compensated like if they want to get compensated like and they're doing good work on the chain which i mean thus far it seems like they're the ones do you think do you think their rationale from the very beginning was just simply hey we're gonna go in we're gonna fix this up we're gonna get like an ownership stake of the coin we're gonna go in there and maybe uh like 
you know, get to a point of a significant amount of centralized power, and then we're going to direct funds our way. You think that was like the goal from the very beginning? Or do you think their motivations are like more like pure, like the driven snow? <laughs> and this is all just like after the fact. Uh, I mean, I mean, I still have stuff over there. I mean, I don't care as long as they're providing value to the chain. I don't, I mean, me personally, I don't care what their motivations were. Like as long as they're, you know, doing things for the benefit of the chain. And I mean, and altruistically for them, it helps, you know, us yeah, and them out. like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, it, that doesn't really matter. Right. Um, because, because if they don't provide any value, then it goes to zero. Guess what? It already went to zero. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously if they can do something that's better than nothing, that's probably fine. But like, and I, I, and they I, I have a hard time believing like the original intent of sure. like total strangers to the chain, like that it was entirely like that this wasn't like financially driven at some from the very beginning, as opposed to like some sort of altruistic narrative, like, Hey boys, we're here to help. Yeah. And then, you know, after I mean, the fact, turn it into a salary. That's fair. But I'll, I'll, but I'll pivot that on there's those guys who are, you know, putting in sweat equity and building something or trying to, you know, improve the chain. And then there's someone like fat man, Tara, who's, you know, act like sitting on his fat ass and doing absolutely nothing for the people that got wrecked. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, is they're, they're building. So, and, and they're actively, you know, pushing out new shit. So what, whatever their motivations are, I would argue that theirs are better than someone like fat man, Tara, who's just sitting in his mom's basement being a keyboard warrior, you know? Yeah. And actually there's other ways to make a buck. Cause like there's pretty sizable like community grants on Terra two on like, I don't know, like a variety of blockchains have sizable chunks of money. Like I think Cadeno is one of them. And like, um, I think yeah, they're Juno. looking at, they're Juno building one. Yeah, one. Juno has one. Yeah. They're building one for Adam 2.0 and this and that. Like, so there's plenty, like it just, it just seems weird to me to like work on, this particular chain if you like what is your motivation it's just strange to me yeah like, i mean I don't know they why. bought a shitload at the bottom and it's a more long-term play you know but uh, yeah and you actually didn't you don't even have to buy a shit ton right like you could have bought like a relatively modest amount and if it does a you know it's like at close to the very bottom like you could easily do it a 10x on a sizable amount of money like a lot of people already did right so I, I guess that's possible. They just have a finance, they have a bag and they're just sort of supporting it, which is fine too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, it's funny, like all these, uh, you know, proposals are coming out for like, you know, how to distribute community funds. And it's like one of the biggest things that I look at is like, I kind of see those things as like a shark tank kind of, uh, a scenario, right? Like where, you know, the community funds are, the sharks and you know the people that are requesting the money are the people on the other end right coming into the shark tank but these people are at least providing sweat equity before they've asked for any you know compensation so in my mind you know that's you're already ahead of the game whereas a lot of these community funds things it's people coming over you know and obviously the understanding that some of them probably got you know, just as wrecked or whatever, you know, like obviously you have like the Kuji folks and the the other various people building that are in the cosmos or like a lot of the NFT projects. Um, 
I did find it was funny that like, uh, I guess Demon Monkey was in the Luna Classic forum was like just raking Tobias over the coals, right? Like Tobias is the one that's actually the one doing stuff. And I'm like, um, do you want to really be raking the guy over the coals who like at this very moment is like working on the code base for your chain? Like, do you really want to scare that guy away? I thought it was the weirdest interaction. I'm like, this is not the time to be like, you know, worrying about your fucking conspiracy or whatever today. Like, because that Neblio thing and all that other stuff, right? Which, yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand. Like I said, I, I have no problem with people putting in sweat equity and then after the fact asking for, you know, hey, can I get a taste now? Like, I think that's completely a reasonable request and it's not like it's going to harm anyone that's involved in the chain. It's almost like it's it's money that's there for the purpose of bettering the chain for everyone. So, I, yeah, it's it's just a weird, you know, conversation. I know they we had a similar conversation a couple of weeks, maybe like last week or so about like the Adam 2.0 white paper with like, oh, all these community funds, like, you know, and it's like, yeah, of course, there's going to be some sort of like, I, I work in healthcare um, as well. And it's like, there's like an expected amount of fraud, waste and abuse. Like, that's just, it's just how it is. Like, no one wants to, exactly. to speak it out loud, but it happens all the time, whether it be, you know, a large healthcare provider system or it be like an individual provider like there's going to be fraud waste and abuse like and it's just a part of the system you do everything you can to minimize it and you have you know tools and and processes in place to help mitigate those types of risk but at the end of the day like as long as overall you're trending upward like that shit's going to happen and you just need to do the best that you can with with what you got. And so, again, it all boils back to me. It's like these people have been putting in the work with for literally zero compensation. It's like hook them up. Like why why not? Like you'd be you'd be silly to like who's gonna who wants like to to the point that you mentioned before. It's like who wants to come to this chain to build when there's like other options that are probably way more you know profitable or um the ability to you know much more upside like this is kind of like a high risk high reward play for them whereas there's other chains in the cosmos that they could probably go code in that are you know maybe a lower risk medium reward kind of situation so mm, yeah i don't know it's not the first thing i would have picked if i was a developer but i guess what do i know <laughs> it's that's kind of a strange the whole thing was strange Mm. Anyway, Bruce, what what kind of like things are you doing in the background there? It seems like you're plotting something. You've got some like he's got some different irons in the fire back there doing <laughs> something. Oh no, we've scared off Jake Kwan. Oh, why? I'm making him come back. One sec. <laughs> in the little like Twitter group chat or something. Yeah, Bruce, I'm kind of disappointed in your your reply that was not not as intellectual as you usually present yourself to be am i rogan <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> bruce is doing his usual parody thing and uh and jay is like oh this is too much negative energy for me and he disappears <laughs> bruce is like no it's a parody like come back 
Oh, okay. I was wondering, like, is he really trying to get at this guy? I thought it was like a real hostile. I wasn't here for it. I thought he was actually trying to burn him. But obviously, yeah. You know what the you know what the founders of the comedy just took, uh, like, like founders of the cosmos need is they need some comedy in their life. That's what's happening. That's the problem here. Whether it's Do Kwan, whether it's Jay Kwan, I don't give a fuck. Like, they're they're, bro, they're taking things too seriously. I could have swore to God, like two weeks ago, you were talking, you were talking smack to Cosmos Space, or maybe not you, Wait, but somebody somebody on your space two weeks ago, I think, was saying about all this Cosmo drama. Like I I don't know, I forgot exactly, but like the, which drama? I, I guess, <laughs> There's always drama. I guess the devs like not really getting along and i don't know i just i faintly recall it too oh yeah yeah that's the thing um that's like the the constant drama between like jay kwan who is the original white paper writer of um cosmos and like a whole bunch of other people um that worked in the early sort of cosmos ecosystem but had a hard time working with jay and kind of had like different falling outs um so yeah there's been a lot of like kind of office politics in the background and then like Tendermint and Ignite and all these different like sub yeah, that, subgroups that's that how, formed and that's all how Car- That's how Cardano started, right? <laughs> Fucking I don't know. Bug ass project Cardano. Yeah, like uh, he wasn't getting along with the founder of Ethereum and he split off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like the people, no, but there's a lot of people that still work on the Cosmos. So that's the difference here. But they are doing it in their own little teams and everything, as opposed to, um, as opposed to like all getting along all the time. That's all. Uh, Trust Tower, what's up? Hey Seth, where do you where do you stand on this whole Nebulo thing with um with TR? I agree with what you said of it's going to be hard. Try not to why why piss someone off when they're the ones doing the actual work for us at the moment, but. I don't know. It makes me nervous. Bruce, did you did you get any like details about like who that Nebulio thing was between? Exactly. Uh, who, the, who are the parties there? Yeah, it was Vegas and Raider, apparently, making the deal behind the scenes, and the rest weren't involved. Mm. So it's like just this kind of subgroup that was just doing this thing, and the deal was what exactly they they were going to like promote help promote Neblio later and these people were sort of like buying clout by like what donating money into the into the community pool or something like what what was the final like what was the whole point i don't know i didn't i didn't take too much of an interest honestly i didn't either i mean who cares people do what people do probably they just wanted to secure the bag and got some money behind the scenes for something or other for some kind of long verbal agreement yeah, it was probably definitely for some money. I don't know. For if everything that say Damon and everything is saying that it's not actually a company, I don't know. I guess it's crypto at the end of the day. But it's all a bit sus. Why? Well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like who cares though? That like it's just amateur hour thinking that you're not going to get like predatory capital and whatever coming into your blockchain or whatever. It's just stupid. Like, like just like it's uh, like welcome to uh, I don't know like you know 2017 or whatever like it's just nothing special about it i'm not sure why anyone like gives a shit honestly it's yeah, like it's meaningless enough. amounts of money accomplishing meaningful meaningless amounts of like activity at the end of the day think about this like 
let's say somebody was going to pay these guys for who the hell knows what, right? Number one, you can't prevent it. A, so who gives a shit? Uh, B, it's like if the only thing that matters is like if a proposal happens and like whatever, um, you know, gets added to the GitHub or whatever in terms of like the actual chain, right? So if the work is getting done and, um, you know, like, like people uh, go ahead and like uh, vote on an upgrade and it goes through, like how it gets paid for in the background, who really gives a shit? And even, even like, you're not gonna be able to control any of that, which is the funniest thing. I don't know what like the hubbub was about. I think people just Why don't understand they... how this stuff works in the background at all. Why wouldn't they ask the community though? Like I understand there was that donation thing and there's definitely been some money put into that. It definitely wasn't pushed as hard as what it should have been. Their communication skills are pretty shithouse, I reckon. But like, I yeah, some who, money who really, who sure really knows? At the, end of, at the end of the day, it's like, like we don't know if these people had a relationship with that company or whatever the hell it is beforehand, right? We don't even before all this happened. Like, how do we know um, exactly? So we, we're just not going to know the nuances of this. Like, even if like these people said no, we have no prior relationships. How can you don't necessarily believe them? And then the Nebula people, whoever that is, like, if they say something, what are you going to believe them? But at the end of the day, like, none of this stuff is verifiable. It's just all, like, hearsay. It's just bullshit. Yeah, I mean, at, waste of time. at the end of the day, they made Binance burn fucking, like, 8.5 billion lunk. You know what I mean? Like, and, and counting. Like, now that they're lowering the tax, like, KuCoin's getting in on it. And, you know, who knows what it'll do to maybe spike activity on finance like I, I mean that's a shitload of of money that other places have literally sent to a burn wallet because of these guys so i i, I don't know like to me like i said it's it seems it, yeah they want to get paid just, i think it's, some of that shit was just cz like trying to save face because he's the one that listed um like he he listed UST in the first place and designated a staple coin on his on his system, like without uh, necessarily like uh, again like either he didn't clarify any of the like risks of UST or anything like that either. So I think um, like I think that was just the Binance saying, all right, fuck this, we're just going to do this, whatever. We're going to like uh, waste this money for a little bit of PR and they burn some Luna Classic. That's all that was, just nonsense. It's more to favor Binance than it is to like, um, than anything else. Because if you think about it, right, like all these people who are like, we're buying Lunk, Binance, CZ, burn, uh, uh, Luna Classic, burn this, burn this. Who are these people? These are people that are already now on Binance. Most of them, like uh, a lot of the people in the Luna Classic community, like a substantial portion, by the way, are non-Westerners. Bruce, wouldn't you say? Like a lot of Asians um i don't know what like proportionally but a lot like um like there's people from like pakistan middle east this and that bunch of people hopped on and i don't think they actually like a lot of people i've spoken to don't like have a clean like understanding of english i'm not even sure they knew what they were getting into and they bought the thing they just aped into it went nuts and um and then the binance cz thing is like well these are all like new or many of them maybe new binance customers so it's like it's all good for Binance. Like like burning a little bit of Luna Classic, whatever the hell they did, is like a meaningless like amount of money, and it's like, like a gesture. Um, and they've got themselves a whole bunch of new customers, basically, in 
like made themselves look popular and you know all of this kind of bit business it was very funny i don't know uh, cz was smart in doing this actually but cz uh, positioned himself perfectly he managed to to fuck up ust destroy everyone's wealth and then play the hero um and then get all the trading volume and then be be university liked by everyone very strange um Remember when we talk sometimes about how it's funny that people blamed Oquan for suicides when more people have been killed by uh, Satoshi? Well, I think about a thousand times as many people have been killed by CZ. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily. Like with all the like hardcore. It's the same story like with BitMEX and um, in the, was it, they were in the, what, the Virgin Islands with Arthur, was it Hayes, I think, was it? Uh, like so much leverage trading happened there too and like 100x leverage and shit like this is nonsense. Like, um, so yeah, but yeah, CZ clearly got all the benefits of, of this drama pretty much. Very funny. Hey, Bruce, I caught a conversation the other day. You were talking about bot training, uh, trading. You said that you use a second app or whatever to trade and then via Binance. Harrison, yep. What is that? What is that, um, app? It's, um, I've used a few, but the one I use right now is called BitScap. B I T S G A P Bitscap. Yeah, sweet. I uh, ever since uh, I'm a horrible trader, my emotions take over. It's just buy, hold, sell when I see some money. But uh, ever since that was probably two days ago, I did have a deep dive into it, and it's it's pretty good. It's exactly what you said. Just set your set your stuff, and it does the work for you. Um, have you got any tips on like how can I optimize? my bot trading obviously playing around with the, the settings and stuff but i don't know that can you help me understand a bit more of the how the bot actually works um not in Sorry, that, was a broad, that was a broad question yeah i know <laughs> well you need to just watch youtube a little bit and recent tutorials to understand how it sets buys and buy and sell orders and things like that um and then if you sign up to bitscap and you're using an exchange I think it gives you like a seven day free trial and then you can just mess around. Like if you don't have much money, just set a load of bots with like $10 in each of them and see what happens. Um, the general premise though, is like if you have a coin like Luna, I, I think it's like two, $2.4 or something like that. Um, you set a suitably wide range that you can just leave it for a month or so. Um, so something like 1.5 to three for Luna. Uh, will probably capture just about everything. And then if you're using Binance, then there's zero fees on BUSD pairs. Um, and the idea is you just leave it to run for a while. Um, and hopefully the, the volatility uh, exceeds any kind of other kind of trading you could do because it's really hard to predict these things. In, in general, you want to choose a coin that has kind of long-term potential that's also going to be quite volatile. So for me, something like Luna is quite interesting right now. Um, I think it's yeah, you're, heading up you're totally right. It's heading up gradually um, as more things get released, and it's already been max flooded. Like the news about Do Kwon and whatever else couldn't be any worse the last few months, right? All the yeah, arrests. Sure. And else. Um, so it's like it's it's kind of at the bottom, despite the fact that all this building has happened, and despite the fact that stuff will be released soon, and despite the fact that even very small changes in sentiment. And small amounts of buys should change the price radically. Because if you think about it, 
something like 80% of the total amount of Luna is on chain now, either um, vested, like it's, it's locked up or it's in the community pool or whatever else, or it's just being held. And a relatively small amount is on the exchanges now, like quite a small amount is on Qcoin and Binance and other exchanges. And even there, there's like, there are these labels now, like the founder of Terra has been arrested. Be, be cautious about trading this pair. So, so whoever has wanted to sell, sold, right? So like there's a small amount of um, Luna on the sexes and whoever has sold, whoever wants to sell has sold. It's fudded to the max and there's all this building happening and 10 apps that are about to be released um, and a lot of interesting stuff that, that I know of um, through sources and stuff. So it's an interesting thing. I think it's like it's going to head up gradually, but it's going to be very volatile on the way there. And no doubt there'll be some other scare or maybe Doquan will fuck up an interview or something and it will go down or maybe there'll be some other arrest warrant or maybe um, the the people in Turkey will fly to Singapore and report that they found Doquan or something. It's all good. Like it's all volatility or there'll be some rumor spread on Twitter or whatever, who cares? Or, you know, something will be released and it will be bullish suddenly. Either way, it's, it's like very easy to pump the price and it's very easy to make it volatile. Um, so one of my one of my grid bots is like Luna 1.5 to 3. And then I set the feature to trailing up. That means if the price goes to about 3.5, then the whole grid trails up. So rather than being 1.5 to 3, it's now say 2 to uh, 3.5. You see what I mean? That's, a, that's exactly what I was looking for. So... So you want, like, ideally you would choose a coin that um, is gradually getting better with time and is very volatile uh, and has a grid that, that follows the movement of wherever the, the price is. Not only that, but if you think of, like, um, like, just psychologically, right, like dollars, a dollar is like a sort of magic number in the sense that, like, people like nice round numbers. So, like, even if you set the bottom to, like, a dollar, um, you know, the probability that like, the, you know, that price could reach into those ranges is there, right? So like, if you want to be more conservative with the bot, like you just set the bottom lower, and then more of it will go into like be saved as cash, right? When you do that, um, in order to buy the bottom, right? So like, if you, if you want to be a little bit less aggressive, set, yeah. the, set the bottom range lower. Um, and if you don't really even want to buy very much Luna, like, let's say you're like, you know what, I'm only going to do this like super conservatively, only if it goes down, you set the top to like, whatever the price is now, like 250 or something. So that way you don't have to buy any right now, only if it goes down, you know, you, you know, you can take it, it like, you can uh, take it more seriously, right? Does that make sense? So it depends on how like, conservative your expectations are with your capital. Yeah. If, if you're doing a strategy, like you want to preserve, let, let's say you have, I don't know, thousand dollars and you got wrecked in Luna or something and you really want to preserve this thousand dollars one way to set a bot is to set 99 percent of the range below the current price so let's say the let's say that Luna is currently say three dollars or something like that um you could set i don't know what the what's the price of Luna now like 2.4 or something maybe something like yeah, that yeah and by um, the way the only, only reason to even consider doing this with Luna is because you can there's a high probability of volatility, right? Like, because whatever news, whatever announcement Terraform Labs makes in the next couple of months, all those kinds of things, right? So if it wasn't for the, like, like why pick Luna at all? Like, you could just pick something else, right? So the core here is that, like, 
what else do you know of that's going to have like substantial volatility in in the next few months? Because uh, mm. like if the market goes up, it goes up, and everything will sort of move simultaneously. But you want even more volatility than everything else, right? Like how do you? So like yeah. whether it's that more like, moves, Bruce, more did you ever open? Bruce, did you ever open that Aptos thing? Like, did you yeah, try yeah. that? I made like ten percent, <laughs> but it was too. But did the, you exit it? Yeah, but I did. I only used it for like ten minutes or something. Um, but like, it, what I realized, like after a bit of research, I realized like the the fully diluted valuation was just absurd. It was like twelve billion dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, it's nonsense. It's stupid. Um, yeah. So probably the play was to short it. But I think FTX and whoever else took the the perpetuals offline, so it was a bit fucked up. I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, like you'd expect, you'd expect something like that to start at twelve dollars and then go to about two at most or something over a few weeks. Um, yeah, actually, like yeah, if you could short it, right, the probability of that thing really taking a bleeder, like you know, like really bleeding over like three to six months, is super high. Yep. Right. Like there's nothing that is warrants its price being what it is. It'd be like like remember when like internet was it called internet computer icp did this crazy ass run remember that same story there it's like it's an obvious short if it's if you have the ability to short it yeah um but there are inevitably these things on social media that get hyped for a while and then they crash back down there's a there's like a an ocean of attention and currents are flowing into different things um and and even if something doesn't have uh, volatility fundamentals as strong as Luna with all the arrest stuff like that. There are coins on social media that are periodically focused on for no reason at all. Um, or there is some kind of big narrative or something like that. Um, yeah, just bounce around in the news. Yeah, you can kind of, like what I do is I kind of plug my, I, I, I kind of plug my attention into social media and there's a sense of the network flows, like the way they're changing. And you get a sense when a certain coin is being focused on, like some of the recent ones. I think one of the recent ones was um, Kujira, right? I I don't know how plugged into this stuff you are, if you know about like the history of this stuff. But Kujira on on um, a Cosmos chain that isn't trading on centralized exchanges, though I think except like MEXC or something. But yep. if that had been on, if that had been on Binance, I would have immediately gridded it because it was getting a load of attention. And then before that, there were other coins like Root. And then before that, there were other coins like RNDR and KDA and whatever else. Like this, this, this kind of, um, it, it's, it like progresses through a series of different coins and every coin is focused on for a month or two. And then it moves on, like the collective attention moves on. And I'm like, it would be a mistake if you, if you longed one of those coins or bought them spot and then tried to time the exit or something like that. But if you can use these social media signals as a sign to um, anticipate the volatility and capture the volatility with a grid bot or something like that, then you can really benefit. But you know, these control rooms at like Galaxy Digital and other places, these rascals are really like, they take this to a, like an art form. Like yep. They have, um, you know, like they'll have a, teams of people sitting there in front of computers and they'll have like, information like for example um they'll have like a board just basically has like when is the next uh conference for solana what is the next conference for uh terra or whoever else and they'll just have this list and there's an inevitable run-up because like all the projects and whatnot they're going to be at like cosmoverse or whatever are all going to be tweeting about adam 
And then maybe there's an announcement about Atom 2.0 and all. And then there's like this run up to that. And precisely exactly that happened, right? Like the top of Atom price happened like the week, right? As it went into the conference. And then people realized, wait a minute, like people are going to dump after this conference. So like you saw the dumping happen preemptively even before the conference, I think, uh, went underway. Like I think the week before it peaked and kind of dropped before that. So yeah, a lot of this kind of activity is going on. But if you can like... If you can just map out like which conference is happening when, you could like arrange your grid bot accordingly to like yeah. capture that volatility. I second that, and that's been echoed throughout every space I've been on uh, that talks about that uh, with Telegram and on Twitter. They all say the same thing. You know, when there's a conference that usually dumps right after, uh, but then it also regains traction shortly after as well. So it's a good, it's a good short, and then. Uh, long i agree but dude like Septi, it's like you like to swing trade then right bro like you're you're trading constantly then huh um not so much anymore like i don't i don't i haven't been messing with it too much like mostly just been grabbing a few things that i care about and just like buying a you know a ton of it and then just like staking it and leaving it alone for the most part so yeah. what i'm waiting on right now um dude, dude do me a favor look did you download the Meyer app yet i know we talked about it yesterday Meyer, yeah yeah i have it yeah i have i have, have Eagle and all that have you have you so okay have you daily compound and stake that like do you see how fucking awesome it is to do that is there like a new button that has daily compounding no you could you could restake your earnings every day if you wanted every yeah every day yeah, I don't. I don't do them every day. I just wait for like a certain amount to accumulate. Yeah, and I'll do yeah. I, I wait for like ten bucks, and then I'll restake it. It only costs a penny. But yeah, yeah, you can do those things. So, yeah. Uh, what What other smart contract platform, peer to peer staking platform, does that? Is there any um, others? Yeah, like get get yourself like Kepler and like most of the Cosmos chains have like have um, like inflationary rewards and stuff. Eagle's special though in that the rewards are inflationary to a point, and then there's like a fixed supply later. It's a little bit different. Whereas most of the Cosmos coins are like inflationary indefinitely, meaning the amount that's printed, it just keep, they just keep printing over time. Right? Yeah, why would you want that? Um, you don't necessarily want that. That's what right. I'm saying. E-Gold is special in that respect. Exactly, um, yeah. Cool. But at the same time, just bear in mind, like the problem with E-Gold's model is, that like how are validators going to get paid eventually at one day? Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned that yesterday. I know. So, but but they plan on doing it with, um, you know, just transactions, uh, building, building platforms and others coins under their smart contract that feed into that. Yeah, and all yeah. those things are possible, right? Like eventually, no, yeah. come up Dude, with. They, they just started launching coins under their platform six months before the bear market started. So. Like they're they're still a brand new, you know, smart contract platform, even though they've been around yeah. since 2016. But like they built, they have been building steadily, and they they only really launched majorly uh, during the start of the bull markets. And I think what they're doing is fucking genius. You know, they're not over promising. And when the when the bulls start, yeah, coming, I'm they, not, they, they I'm not totally fighting. sure yet how genius they are. Like. I've okay. seen, like, I've seen some definite like production out of them, and I think um, 
Well, anyway, all coins like, are shit. They're all coins are shit for for right now. Like I have not seen something under them that is like, oh wow, I gotta get that. You know? Yeah, the the, the X the, the other coins, yeah, are just sort of largely whatever. But I definitely think they will someday soon have like some, you know, a good meme product, a good smart chain product under them one day soon. But the the only fun I really see from other people about them is that they're from Romania. And unfortunately, Romania, I guess, has a lot of um, scammers that come out of there. I don't know. That's yeah. Weird. This is what this I is what sounds racist. This is what makes what me a little bit nervous. Um, that not so much whether or not they're scammers, but that um, like yeah. a lot of people jumped in and created like various like like blockchain excitement products. But like, yeah, can they generate the kind of um, social buzz being out of Romania? and not being necessarily like uh, having teams of native English speakers, um, that should concern you. Like their ability to actually advertise. Um, it, it sounds stupid, but like, it's really important in crypto. So it's like, the, well, yeah, like, like I, I, what bothers me the most, honestly, for me is that I cannot buy Elrond through the wallet because I'm an American and that's like, not cool. Like every coin you can, you can even buy Solana through the Phantom wallet. How come I can't buy Elrond through their wallet? Because I'm an American, you know? Yeah. They just, it's, it's complicated getting those, those things set up, but. Sorry, anyway. coach. I didn't mean to over talk to you, man. I saw you put it me and Mike. Respect, bro. Anyway, point is like, it's just like, look for volatility and that's how the grid bots are used. Yeah, yeah, and be aware of the risks as well. Well, I kind of viewed the risk as these that were, sorry, what I am using the Greenbot for is things that I want to hold long term. Not obviously using all of my money I've got in there, but using some of it to play around with while there is some volatility and I'm just kind of waiting for it to go to the top. Um, uh, my other question was, do you have like a, what would you say, with when, when you got the percentage of like how much you'll say roughly make, where it's one percent, half percent, whatever, do you have like a rule of thumb of what's kind of waste of time percentage versus? Uh, yeah, does that must kind of make sense. No. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I I like to see them making somewhere between uh, like sixty to one hundred and twenty percent. Um yield now i think it depends on market conditions like how flat these things are because in order to maintain a high yield during a non-volatile period you have to pick a very narrow grid technically um and by having a very narrow one if there is any significant move to the upside or downside then um you end up having to like close out the bot anyway but um I don't know. Like, if I, ideally, I'd like to, I, I'd like to have them moving at like sixty to one hundred twenty percent yield for me. That's that's kind of my like benchmark in a way. Why the fuck are you not just buying GPU miners and shit like that? That's gonna make you money instead of gambling right now during the bear market. Oh, like, like grid bots make way more money than like anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, mining is just nonsense. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense at all. This is actually one of my. This is one of my bearish cases for Bitcoin, actually. There's just a lot easier ways to make money than to mine Bitcoin. 
bro, I, I have you gotten a helium miner though? No, nah, like there there is no miner that can compare to a grid bot. There's just no comparison at all. Oh, I love my helium miner. Fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, like no so extracting value with grids is like I don't know, one of the like I don't know, easiest ways to steal money from everybody than that you can imagine. Like that's all it is. It's just basically theft by um death by, by just, non- just by death by a thousand cuts sort of it's like there's no comparison and this is what like quantitative traders and all this shit have been doing on like stock exchanges and everything too right bots yeah like tons of that's what quantitative trading is right like quants is what they spend the whole day doing is trying to figure out how to extract value from market I know, volatility i know a lot of bnb tokens in 2021 came out with like bot resistant crypto bullshit you know where they put up the tax nah. so high like is that is that like plausible like yeah if you put the tax high it's the same thing that happened in luna classic though and then your volume goes down and nobody gives a fuck anymore like nobody's going to use a blockchain with a super high tax um the idea is to force people to hold it but then people get bored of that idea after a while like so, safe moon safe moon is a good example of that like so what, what are you fuckers more bullish on luna classic or luna what am i buying I bought Luna Classic because of you, fucks. Hey, man, don't put us in this position. It's all your fault, coach. You and that Asian cheerleader. Which Asian cheerleader? Uh, one, of your, one of your fangirls, bro. You probably knocked her up in 83. I don't know what's going on with you anymore. What's her name? But, uh, dude, come on. Sucky's not Asian. I don't know. I have I have no idea what's going to go up, but I do know, like, there's, um, like, there's... Well, the, look. Lunk just did Lunk just did like a ten X or more. Lunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's done quite well already actually since since Bruce yeah. started talking about it. I think I bought it at the same price as that right now. Oh. Well that's your fault. You should have listened to me earlier. I was posting about this shit when it was at two hundred million market cap. You didn't yeah. you, nobody came to my feet and bought it then. And, uh, you know, fuck you all for not doing so. To your feet? <laughs> what are we, peasants? Like in, in, peasants. in India, the in India, the devotees of the ashram all come to the guru's feet. And <laughs> it. It's called Padanamaskar. The, the, the touching of the feet. Energy. Yeah. yeah, so did, uh, what's his name? Mr. Rogers. He played with feet. In India, they've got a massive preoccupation with feet. They're very obsessed with it. It's interesting. I saw all kinds of feet business in India. Um, Take your I shoes would, off and do this, do that, yeah. I would say right now, mm, probably Luna has more upside. Just because it's 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 like just being fudded to fuck for the last five months. Every every story has come out. Do Kwon's arrest, scam, whatever else. Um, everyone who's won, everyone who wanted to sell has sold. She bet it's at two dollars though, man. That's fucked, right? What's that? Two bucks, right? Yeah. Everyone who wants to sell has sold. Um, so like a small change in sentiment and a release of interesting things and the the clearing of Doquan's name or whatever else. Um, because most of us in the old community just didn't see anything wrong, really. Um, we we thought it was an experiment that failed. That's it. Uh, but like, mm, on the other hand, Luna Classic has just done a 10x, and a lot of its future depends on Terror Rebels' ability to organize themselves and work as a unit, um, and come up with a plan and also attract builders and things like that. So it's a harder prospect. Yeah, but uh, looking at 
looking at that year chart, it's just so fucking tempting. If you if you see a future at all with Luna Classic, looking at that fucking year chart, Jesus. Wait, Christ. The, wait, year chart? What do you oh, mean? One year candles? I'm sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at Raps Luna Classic. Is that a different story? <laughs> yes, that's a different story. Damn it! That that was the original Luna down. chart. Yeah. yeah. The, there's a continuation of the old chart, but the old chart has nothing to do with the new chart. People come into these spaces sometimes. They're like, "It's been one hundred and nineteen dollars before. Surely it's going to get back there." No, it's it's a different coin completely now. Gotcha. So what's what's uh, Luna Classics all time high? Uh, I don't know, like zero point zero zero six or something. Okay, so like double what we're looking at an eight x. That's nothing compared to like coins like even Elron. Oh, Ronnie, you're looking at 10x sales. Like my fucking so many coins to get it back up to the all time high that are like 10 to 12x. Uh, don't follow. Uh, I don't want to continue. And you just need well, to, to read enough. If you read and you try to read different opinions, story, stuff, you will have an opinion. But if not, you just will be a follower and never know what the hell are you talking. <laughs> and I'm not trying to offend anyone, but that's the case. I, I in so much with uh, here in crypto, if we are. Antoine, where, where is this like? Where is this reading that you're doing? Like, oh, no, I, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about uh, reading about what happened with Luna and then understanding why the fucking chart is looking like that, or everything. Reading about everything or studying about what, what my friend here told me about the, the, grid, uh, the grid bots and stuff, you know? You have to be more interested than... The, <laughs> no, the, the only reason he's asking us about Luna and Luna Classic is because we were there for the entire like, process of both points. Yeah, it, it was um, So we kind of lived through the, the, the nuances of what happened and why and whatever. So... Yeah, like to answer your question, MB3, like, yeah, if, if I had to guesstimate over this, over a six-month period, like, which has higher upside, Luna or Luna Classic, I would guess Luna at this point. And by the way, like, full disclosure, I have plenty of Luna, by the way, so, like... Whoa, 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 is that yeah. COI? Is that a COI there? If, is it what? A COI, a conflict of interest. It is a very much a conflict of interest, yes. Well... The, the the bull market like why why six months it's like the fucking bull market is not supposed to kick off until 2024 of march like statistically i may be wrong you know but why are you looking at six months you should be looking in four year segments for crypto well if you had that you would have missed the classic pump over yeah, the last no five months oh uh, why would i say six months um because yeah. like um like i kind of like have some idea of what all the different Daps are doing. I have an idea of what, like, you know, when Andromeda is coming. I have, like, yeah. It's so that that number is not like just out of a hat. It's like right. there is there's there's reasons for me to believe like that social media excitement and whatever have a high probability of um, like escalating in that time frame. Now, not everybody is here for like a five year thing or whatever, right? Like some people just want to know is number going to go up or whatever. I'm just sort of yeah. giving my opinion. I don't like, again, it may not do anything <laughs> like, so don't look at me yeah. if it doesn't go up, but I'm just saying like, if I had to guesstimate, cause you asked a very specific question, I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like hey, the thing is like a lot of people on the internet, right? 
I'm just picking your brain, buddy, and you're yeah. you're delivering. So don't don't, and don't feel at, at ease. Like I mean, yeah, feel yeah. at ease. Yeah, and, I, and I, the way I joke about it is like like there's a lot of people on the internet and stuff like in crypto or whatever, and it's like they're like they they don't want to actually like have an opinion of any kind. So that like what use is that exactly? Not really. On the other hand, there's like a bunch of people that just like make stuff up out of thin air, which is a different like problem. So you don't like I don't tell people like, well, you should believe me. Like I, you you shouldn't necessarily believe a word I say. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but like it's kind of pussy to kind of just like not say anything when people ask. It's like, well, I'm right. just not gonna say anything. Do your own research, whatever. Like Yeah. I don't know, whatever. It's just yeah. what's what's the point of even having a chat if like you like put your hand up in front of people's face. Yeah, if you can't if you can't exchange ideas and, and talk about it openly, that's fucking dope. I love it. So why six months, bro? What's going on? Just yeah, like, you, you just you think a lot of hype's gonna go with crypto? Yeah, or... just a ton of stuff is coming out. Like just um like there's there's dozens of like projects finally coming to fruition that are reopening on Terra V two and then there's like whatever TFL is gonna come up with over the next few months. Oh. Uh there's because um, they have a, a host of things they're working on. They haven't really made fully clear, but like clearly TFL is not a bunch of idiots. There's a bunch of smart people there. Um, and then some of the people that were, that had projects like, um, what's that guy from Stanford, Bruce, that was, that was coming up with Sigma protocol. I don't know, man. I'm not a nerd like you. Yeah. Anyway, a bunch, bunch of shit was going, going to be built and it got wrecked because of the crash, but a lot of projects. Oh, you're talking about opening. pie. You're talking about fucking pie, right? Mm, wait, what? No. Project. No, okay. No, no. Like Stanford. Isn't it? You know, no, there's, no, no, that no, no, there's a guy <laughs> from Stanford that was um, like building with uh, Ontera as far as like dApps and things. Really smart guy. Um, and I, it was Sigma Protocol, I believe. Anyway, like some of the different things. Oh, um, Capricious Sage. Yeah, and Sage too, yeah. It was different. This, this is Sigma. This was what's this guy's name? Sung Hee Yook or something? Is like a whatever. Oh, He's like that the, genius at Stanford that was like working yeah, with TFL. like Yun Suk Yee or something. Yeah, I know yes, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, but there's just a lot of people in the background making things. So I think the probability of like uh, kind of a cycle of hype for Luna um, happening. And remember, uh, like I think let me look at my wallet here. But the big unlock is on. Uh, I think it's March or May. Let's see here. Probably March. So the unlock of the vested tokens um, for people. Um, let's see here. Um, it's now May twenty third, twenty twenty three to November thirteenth, twenty twenty four is the where a lot of like people's vested tokens for larger wallets, apparently mine, uh, get released. Like I'm getting only like point zero five percent on. November 24th to May 23rd. So your staking rewards are going to be... Not staking, like my vested rewards. These are the airdrop from, like, for the new chain for people that were previous holders. Oh! Yeah, okay. so there's 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 an actual, like, downward... There's a sell pressure that is probable, you know, in that May right. to November time frame because my tokens and others like me, Bruce and others, they're going to have their tokens unlocked, right? Well, that, so, that completely contradicts your six-month statement, Ben. Yeah, but like before May, right? That's when that's May when all of these months, other right? things are going to be announced. Yeah, so 
um, whatever, like six months ish, whatever you, you so want to call it. Your, like the point so is, sell your Luna in fucking April is what you just said. Here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen. A lot of people in crypto, they don't know a goddamn thing. They don't know that there's tokens being vested. They don't know anything. I so like Shiba. <laughs> but so what's going to happen is think about it this way: like the 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 crowd, the the doesn't know any of these nuances. They just don't. Like people who are existing Luna users that's, might, that's but people don't. People don't research all this shit, man. Like they just sort of go on the exchanges and buy stuff. They're like, "Ooh, look, the number's going up," and they buy more, and it pumps the thing, right? So, what pumps price in in crypto? It's like narrative and story and like YouTube videos and blah blah blah, right? So, if all these projects are opening up over the next few months, Terraform Labs can be releasing a bunch of shit over that time frame, whatever, whatever. Like then, and then the unlocks don't happen till May. You can right. imagine a cycle of hype happening in that time period anticipating this and like the smart money you can imagine might try to sell like before may because they're like wait these token unlocks are going to happen let's get out of here right but that's not before they pump the shit out of this thing and so, those vested those vested investors definitely are rooting for that project to pump the fucking price before they fucking sell yeah like crypt- comes out. yeah so like, that that makes so much sense dude actually like if a crypto stories, hedge fund if a crypto hedge fund yeah, if a crypto hedge fund's going to get in, when are they going to get in, right? They're going to get in before all the drama. They're going to do that like maybe this next month or something like that, right? Like it. Like it. Yeah, so they'll get in early and then they'll dump on everybody like by the time like May shows up or whatever. This is just how these things go. I don't know. I like it, it. So that's kind of the theory behind it. Like, I don't know if it's going to play out that way. We'll see. You know what? I, I, totally, I totally follow you there, man. It makes a lot of sense. So cool. Yeah. Again, uh, like, don't go bet your house in this shit. Like, I'm just making stuff up here. Like, what so. house? What fucking house, dude? I lost my ass. I just went through a divorce. The personal shit. But, uh, bro, like, yeah, that'll uh, do it. I'm, I'm actually currently in trucking school right now, man. Like, um, I'm gonna be a semi truck driver. And seriously, I chose this career. I left. I'm leaving an amazing career in Las Vegas. Uh, I, I'm like on Saturday, I'm shooting for the Golden Knights Stanley Cup or not Stanley Cup for NHL hockey and uh, doing all this cool shit out here. But I'm still paying bills and rent and all this shit. So what I'm doing is just getting rid of everything and just going to live in a truck for three years, buy as much crypto as I possibly can, not spend any rent on anything and then hopefully become a multimillionaire. You mean like living out of your truck or something? Yeah. Living in a semi truck. Holy shit. You're being yeah. aggressive with this. Dude, I'm all about crypto. I've been it since 2017, and this is gonna be my third bull run. I'm not missing out this time. I'm I'm going all in. How and, much? Sorry, I'm. How much can you earn as a like a long so, bull trucker in three years? So, like, okay, a lot of people when they start out, they start out like with companies that only pay them fifty to seventy thousand a year. But I know a lot of people, right? And I have all these homies that like have owned these trucks and have contracts with Amazon with live nations concerts and, uh, with, and I've been in productions for 10 years. So I have a kind of a shortcut on income. So I'm, I'm going to be kind of spoiled coming into this industry with income. I'm starting out at $120,000 a year. Um, on my 30, on my second year going to my third, I will be making around 300,000. Um, and that's without owning my own truck. Which, what kind of truck are you driving in which, V3? Uh, just fucking semi-truck. Don't even know what the fuck it's called yet. <laughs> I have so many options. But 
so first of all, I'm going to start working for Am- uh, like subcontracts for Amazon, make $120,000 my first year. I won't have rent. I, I, I will only have my car payment and, and insurance. And that's my only monthly bill. Oh, and my cell phone. That's it. Are you paying to rent the truck then? Or what? Like no. How- no. My buddy owns it. He gets paid through, like, he's going to take half of what I make through what he makes. You know, like, I'm getting half of what he makes by owning his truck. I have no overhead. It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, I don't, I don't even want to own a truck. I don't want this fucking trucking life. You know, I just want to, I just want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 35 and not have to work again and just focus on health and, and really. A million doesn't last that long, by the way. No, be careful but if, about you're, that. if you're into crypto, you can make it last long. Um, I, yeah, I, w- I would say learn about bots if you really want to preserve your money because the thing is if you learn that game you don't need much money to sustain yourself like if you can make 10 percent a month on something like a good bot strategy will make you about 10 to 15 percent a month consistently that's dope Uh, and then so if you imagine if you have a hundred thousand or something making ten thousand a month it's pretty good you don't need huge sum so long as you can earn money I mean, I respect you guys, and you obviously know more than I do when it comes to crypto and bots. But I already have a plan that's been working, and that's buying during the bull, selling during the or buying during the bear, selling during the bull, and it's been working. And now, since I've seen it work, I'm going to go balls deep into it. Yeah, okay. I think uh, that like even something simple like KuCoin bots or whatever. Like it's it's worth learning it, just playing with it, just to see what what's possible, and then you can just figure out like it's just part of the toolbox. Use it or don't use it, but like you got it. it makes no sense not to understand what they do. Because here's the thing: other people are taking money from you doing these things, so like you might as well know exactly what's going on, right? In the but, if, but if everybody has superpowers, no one does. That's right. That's exactly right. Like so, the when maximum value is being extracted then technically that's true (laughs) so but this is the reason why like i think uh, one of the guys up here earlier is like well if i'm going to do this i'm going to only do it with coins i want to own because that way if the if the value goes down like i'm still fine like you know well let me put it this way let's say let let me paint a picture so i have three million dollars by the end of or by the mid of 2025 right Oh, by the way, have you ever made 100K plus before? Yeah. So just you, you, you do remember like the taxes are brutal, right? <laughs> so uh, I will not talk about that. <laughs> uh, but yes, I know 30% if you don't, you know, if you own it for a year or less and 15% if you own it for more than a year. And my, my earnings are going to be more than a year on, the, on what I'm doing. So it's going to be 15% tax. And I have a lot of write-offs being a W nine contractor, uh, whatever. Um, so let me. Yeah, whatever. Let me, so you'll sort it out. Me, okay. So you're rich so, now. You're going to do something with your money. So, no, no, yeah. So like, let's say by by July of 2025, I sell everything, right? And then I have three million dollars. I fuck around with one third. I give, you know, 15 percent of it to taxes. Uh, probably a little bit more now because it's it's a big gain. Um, all right, let's say I have $2 million at the end of the day. All taxes, all paid off, whatever the fuck. 
I can live off of a half a million dollars, no problem for two years. I can invest another half a million dollars back into the crypto market or whatever the fuck investment I want to make. Right now, I still have a million dollars left and I'm not blowing it yet. Like I could rent a house and I'll be fine. You know, what do you do? It's quite the plan. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then it, the fucking, it assumes a lot, but yeah. I, I'm assuming that crypto is not going to die. God damn it. <laughs> well, you, you're like, um, you're in love with the future. It hasn't happened yet. I know. I'm a romantic. Yeah. I would suggest that to be free in three years, you just need to learn strategies to really preserve your capital. That's why I'm so into grids now. It's like, it's just. What are grids? What are you talking about? You look on YouTube, grid bots. Got it. Right there, John. It's like, yeah. in, I was explaining this the other day. It's like in the regular financial system, you have bank accounts with interest. And I don't know what that is in the USA, but in the UK, it's like 0.1% a year or something like that. Something ridiculously small. It's, it's, and inflation is way bigger. Um, and then in crypto, you have these ideas like of getting a 10x, 100x, 1000x, you know, that the, the bull market's going to come and everything is going to turn around and you, you can do fantastically if you just hold this particular coin and, and, you know, whatever. But at the same time, a lot of uh, coins go to zero. Things fail all the time. The market yep. is unpredictable. It's crazy volatile. It could die for two years or whatever and not come back up like it seems to be doing now. Um, it's very hard to predict. And in the middle, you have these these options that aren't really considered much. And that is to use a technology like a grid bot, a trading bot that benefits from the ongoing volatility and takes it into profit. And you can profit about 10% a month with these things with yeah. minimal risk um, just by it's like you eat the volatility, all of the emotion, all of the chaos, all of the buying and selling um, in the market is just captured by your volatility eating bot um, and turn it into profit. And you can get about I don't know, five, 10, 15% per month on these things quite consistently and in a way that very much protects your initial capital. So it's like, what do you want? Like, do, do you want to be free in three years? And then, you know, you can either bet on a 100x or whatever to get a million dollars um, or a 10x or something like that. Or you can work out how to preserve your capital and make it work for you, consistently paying out a, a reward every month. Um, so like, that's, that's more the way I think now it's like, how can I use my money in a maximally safe way that pays out an ongoing profit, um, while preserving my initial capital? Yeah. Like that definitely sounds dope. What, what would you uh, recommend starting out with on this bot? Like just 10 G something like that? No. Um, like I, what exchange do you use Qcoin or Binance or what? All of them. All of yeah. them. On um on Qcoin, look at the trading bots. So just that bot? Well, you need to what what I would do is I'd play around with them. Like I don't know how much money you have, but if you have Not um, a lot. Not anymore. <laughs> Divorces are fucking expensive. So well, so, the, so is COVID. The cool thing about <laughs> these bots is you can take ten dollars and make a bot and it'll just trade very much scaled down because it's all on percentages. So you could you could just go on KuCoin if you use that. Go on the I trading bots. I think I tested that KuCoin with like twelve bucks. It was like yep. a, it was like rewards from holding KuCoin back in like twenty twenty, and I put it in the bot and it just it wasn't there anymore. 
Yeah, well, you have to set them up correctly. It's like you need oh, to, you need to, you need to get curious. Like you, you need to do two things: like watch some YouTube videos, work out how they work, work out how to set a range, work out how to set the grids and percentages and stuff like that, and how to enter and exit. Um, and then just play around. Like a lot of what you'll learn will be playing around with these things. Um, I, I think if there are if there are two versions of you, one who just like straight up trades uh, or waits. And one who learns the gridbot stuff, at the end of three years, the the gridbot guy will win about nine times out of ten times. That's if he didn't have ADHD and was hyper focused on one thing at a time like that. Now I do that. I that sounds stressful as fuck. I just I, what I'm doing, I know works. So you know, like we all have our shit. Wait, Bye. which which sounds stressful? The gridbots? Yeah, definitely. No, they're extremely boring. Actually, it's the other the way around. Other. Really? They just spill money into your wallet every day. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why would it be stressful? You're just, you're overthinking this. I think your fear, your fear of trying it is like more yeah. like paralyzing yeah, you than like, a like baby actually. Yeah, yeah, like, why crypto just invest in a 401k, <laughs> you know? No, no. Well, I mean, in fact, if you, like, if you don't have the guts to try out a grid bot, I would say you should exit crypto now and give it up forever. <laughs> That's the better plan. Like, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll take your and fucking the, report. The man. reason I, I say that's because like I, you, you, have, you honestly, learn a lot from just playing on these things. You just do. I, I I learn a lot from listening to you, man. Honestly, and I will take your word for it. And I'll dig into it. But just right now, I'm, I'm I'm in trucking school, and I got to focus on that right now. So yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, not not. I I mean, do whatever you want to do, but I would um take a small amount of money and just play around with it, and then cool. it, I. Th- what will happen to you is what happened to me and Sefi, where we just got intrigued by the thing. Um, and yeah, and, and the only reason I speak is I speak after losing tremendous amounts of money. Uh, <laughs> and I think Sefi does do it at different points. You bought Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash in 2018? Oh, just losses on all kinds of things, man. <laughs> like playing, playing with leverage. Um, I lost yeah. high seven figures in, in Luna. I lost all kinds of things. Yeah, dude, I would love for you to to meet this guy named Rick. That was a big part of Satoshi Street Bets on Telegram. I think you guys would get along great. Honestly, he he's a big leverage guy, um, but he uh, he also has friends on there that do bots. But he he runs a channel that splintered off from Satoshi Street Bets on Telegram. He's a really good friend of mine. I'm actually like his Morty to his Rick on on his room, as gay as that sounds. But I don't know. You guys ever fuck around with Telegram at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know that's like a little 2018, 2020, but um, there's still a lot of big traders on there. I know, I know, there's a lot more scammers on there, but Telegram's where it's at, man. I like it a lot still. Yeah, it has its use. Um, I use it for different groups here and there, but yeah. Sophie, yeah, if you say- I, I honestly, I I know you guys host spaces and shit, and you got you have a lot of followers, and you know, I mean, you guys do, you guys have your thing here. I get it, but it would mean a lot to me if you guys could step into his room one day. Meet Rick. He's 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 like the Alex Jones of crypto. It's pretty. Oh, you pretty mean radical. like you mean like he's, you guys like type a bunch of shit to each other all day? No, no, no. <laughs> or it's like an audio. Group. No, he has he has he he just has a channel with a bunch of fucking alpha and like there's a bunch of crypto people enthusiasts in that in his room. Like the best ones that he chose from. Satoshi Street Bet. The problem with Satoshi Street Bet 
on Telegram was there was a lot of people that infiltrated that that got big on there and then ripped people off. And that's why he got off that channel. And I've seen it happen. So, like, what he's saying is not bullshit. But, you know, he's a Canadian and, he, and it's fucking cult as fuck up there. He has nothing to do but crypto. And that's all he does. During the winter, like, dude, he's just digging into crypto. And he's fucking crazy because of it. And he grows a big-ass pot farm on his huge-ass land in Canada. And then he just trades crypto and talks crypto all fucking day. He's huge in NFTs right now, but he knows that NFTs won't last uh, once the bull market starts. I'm maybe putting words in his mouth. Like I don't think that's exactly what he said, but he's a he's been holding Bitcoin since 2010. Could I ask Hi. a question? Hold on, Mary spoke first. Go ahead, Mary. Oh yeah, I just wanted to share a story like. I just recently got on Telegram and like I would love to hear about like these groups that you're talking about where there's actually like good stuff going on because yeah. I started a Telegram group and I started getting cyberbullied really bad on it and so I got just really upset and had to leave. So maybe like some of these groups that you're talking about would be better like a better place for me. Yeah, it's a it's very it's very hand picked. Yeah, I would love to hear more about it because I just I really did have a bad experience on Telegram lately. Um, it was just really saddening to see kind of the the state that my Telegram channel was in after I had. What what kind of like like threats uh, did you have, Marie? Uh, She probably turned a guy down and he fucking said, "Fuck you, then." I honestly, it's kind of humiliating and I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Never mind. I want to bring up like old wounds or something. Hey, guy, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I was just wondering uh, could you explain to me what cryptocurrency is? Yeah, it's just some gay bullshit. Don't get involved. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, t- too much free money is bad for you. It's like not a good idea. Do, like do some actual Wait, work or like are you trolling like, me yeah become like maybe uh i don't know like a doctor or a lawyer or something it's way more like productive i'm already a chemist sefi is a doctor and Perfect. so he doesn't really like he doesn't really like deal with all of this like crypto nerd stuff like he just like actually heals people's bodies so yeah guy if you were a dentist you know you might have some luck here yeah, or, or like become a truck driver like MP3. He's making loads of money too. Not yet, not yet. Wait. So are you like learning to back up a trailer and stuff? Back like it up, back like? it up, back it up. Yeah, like I get my permit tomorrow. I'm on day four tomorrow. What kind of truck are they teaching you in? The fucking fifth wheels, bro. The side trucks. Like, what, like maker manufacturer? I... Any of them. Ah, cool. Yeah, when you get your license, they're like, oh, we're not teaching you how to drive a Ford. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going to be getting, I'm going to be taking the class next September myself. Uh, nice. That's a long ways away, yeah. though. Yeah, it's a bit of time. It's like ancillary beneficial to what I do currently. So pretty excited yeah, for I, it. Yeah, having your CDL is, opens up a lot. A lot of opportunities for anyone. The only backlash, though, of having a CDL is that even if you're driving your personal vehicle, now those CDL laws apply to you. Yeah, no speeding tickets. 
Yeah, the speeding tickets go up. Um, anything that you do in your personal vehicle is now CDL like law. So, so right now I don't have my CDL. If a cop pulls me over and I have a 0.07% you know, blood alcohol percentage, then I'm okay. But if I have my CDL, I'm getting a DUI, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Can you not just send them your normal driver's license? Oh, no, it's like idea. permanently changed with, uh, with new endorsements on it. Uh, my friends idea, who have CDLs, they they said, um, like one of my friends, he likes to drive a lot uh, and very fast. And he said it comes down to having a good lawyer. Like he said, work with a lawyer. Like yeah. if you're going to have a CDL, work with a lawyer because they can get you out of anything. Like turn a speeding ticket into like a minor traffic violation or something. Yep. So as an example, MP3, um, I think my, let's see, like, uh, so I've got a family member with uh, a Adam wallet with about, um, I think it's like $600,000 worth of Adam in it. So I think it's like 50,000 coins or something like that. Um, current yield is like 19%. Um, so that's, I don't know, pumping out like a good like 9,000 a month or something. Just Just for reference. Which is not bad, right? That's a bot. Now that's just simple nineteen percent staking yield on a no, bot with bot. the same amount of money. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. With a bot with the same amount no, of no, money, you probably make ten x that. Your math is wrong. You said he had sixty thousand dollars. Six hundred thousand dollars. Oh, six. Okay, your math is right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the point is like uh, there's all sorts of different like methods to like when you have substantial amounts to decide how to like store right. that, whether it's in staking yield, um, if you exactly. believe the point is simply going to go up. Uh, yeah. There's a bot, I, which I, so. I think if I had that much money to stake, I would trust into coins like, dude, you could stake Binance on your trust wallet. You could stake on KuCoin, KuCoin just by so. Yeah, but that's, that KuCoin. same amount of money, if you put it in a, grid bot probably makes at least three times that so that would be more like uh thirty thousand dollars a month versus just simple staking so there is that what's um, riskier what's riskier obviously the bot, right? well if you stake it then like if something bad happens well your coins yeah, are stuck it's, like it's, some it's, catastrophe it's, it's, on the right. chain you don't have the ability to sell so right. a grid bot's technically less risky, but on the other hand, with a grid bot, your your money is on exchange somewhere, right? Like it's on a KuCoin or a Binance. So if something happens to exchange, then that's a different type of risk, right? Yeah, but like I said, like I would only I would only you know stake that much money on shit like KuCoin or on Binance, you know, on those coins, you know, they sure. the probability of them tanking is very fucking low. They survived so many bear markets now, and so much shit, and it. You know, yeah, KuCoin's been hacked in the past. Um, like, there's no, there's a non-zero chance that like something could happen in an exchange, right? That's it's very possible. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's the risk, though, right? The risk is you're not custodian, you're not in custody of your own assets. Uh, that's the thing about a bot trading. Whereas on a staked system, you are in custody of your own assets. That's, that's, Through a that's POS, the, sure. You mm -hmm, still, yeah. it's not. It's still not in your cold hard wallet, so fuck you. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, like, no, no, yes, it what? is. It's staked coins are in can be put in your ledger. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no. It's still yours. So, 
um, whether it's a hard wallet or otherwise. So anyway, I did not know that. Cool, man. Thank you for the alpha. Appreciate you. So anyway, but these are some of the different options, but like, uh, yeah, once, you know, like your money's at a certain scale, it's a lot easier to like play with it. So yeah, also like the more you have, the more like you tend not to want to gamble away on like, speculative risk so you want to have like the greatest amount of uh income coming from that in theory and then you can like you can reinvest that income into something else so for example like let's say i've got i don't know ten thousand bucks worth of atom yield this month then i'll say okay well i'm going to like take that and i'm going to go buy some fresh like new chain like SEI or DYDX or Celestia or something. And then like, you know, like 10X or 100X that that yield. So like that's kind of how I'm thinking. You know what just happened, Sefi? What happened? The uh, Bruce was permanently suspended for saying uh, keyboard warrior come to the space. That sounds like Bruce. I don't get it. Wait, he was suspended again? Yep, permanently gone. No. Yeah, you know that conversation we just had with the inter, inter the stellar prism guy, where I said, uh, "Come to the space, keyboard warrior," and did all the clown emojis and stuff. Got suspended for that. Is this is this why like Bruce started doing that uh, whole thing that he's going to leave Twitter forever? No, because he got suspended. No, but it's um really fucking annoying. <sighs> wow, dude. Somebody reported his ass, I should say. His ass, not your ass. Yeah, of course, that guy. Just like Zero reported everything. So this is your other channel, Bruce? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. MP3. Fuck. Holy shit. I can't fucking believe it. It happened again. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) And you saw what I typed, right? Like, keyboard warrior, come to the space, da-da-da, clown emojis. Nothing crazy. Mm. I guess they had your account on thin ice anyway. Yep. So next thing you know, like boom. Well, the thing that happened originally is I got a seven day ban for saying uh tag any lunar fudders, which is really fucking strange. Like <laughs> like as if to um summon them up, round them up like the uh I don't know, like the genocide of a group or something. Um but like that was all I said, tag the fudders, and I got suspended for seven days for that. And then after that, my um, <laughs> my my tweets and everything were like very invisible, like they would get a few likes for the first five minutes, and then it would just drop off completely. Um, they they limit you on the algorithm; they reduce your impressions way earlier than they do um, get rid of you. So that never recovered really. And then since then, I've been on thin ice. Like I got permanently suspended once before for using the word gimp. I called someone like a keyboard gimp or something like that, thinking it was related to the word, um, like, you know, like a gimp mask uh, in Pulp Fiction or something. And <laughs> You're lying, bro. No. So you can ask. That's exactly what happened. Can I ask Sophie? Um, it, That's what happened. Yeah. And I used the word gimp and got suspended permanently. And then I did about five emails to uh, chase up to try and get it fixed and tried to contact all of my friends and stuff. And uh, eventually, after about six different emails to the appeals, it got unbanned. <laughs> this, time, this time the email needs to be like, 
Stop fucking suspending me. It's irritating. Right. So, so there's two there's two sides of the coin to look at on this. And Joe Rogan has covered both of them, right? So there was an episode where he brought on the the people that run Twitter and how they restrict people and all that. That was, dude, you should watch these episodes because it, it relates to you a lot. And they were talking about like how they ban people, all this shit. But then like a year and a half later, there's all these people that are suing Twitter because they're they're not getting their freedom of speech. Um, so I, I don't know though, with the shit that you post up, Bruce, like, I mean, as long as you can prove you're trolling, because obviously it is, because you contradicted yourself many times that they don't know, they don't care about all that no i'm just saying like i mean he has a case here i mean he really yeah does. but there's just some like intern in india or something they don't care about all that stuff like they're just sort that's of that's not true they 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 really don't <laughs> like they don't care they care when you sue them this yeah but like you're gonna sue twitter guy. with what like who like no there's this guy recently that was on joe rogan he fucking sued twitter yeah, but like you, like unless you're spent, planning on spending like a couple hundred k for like some sort of lawsuit, like it, like you're not going to be suing anybody. Like it doesn't make any sense. I don't think he spent much money, bro. I dude, I would watch the episode because he came out. He came out of Victor. For real, I, I suppose. It, I mean, and Bruce got his account back before, but like the point is, like, there's no guarantee of it. No. There's just no guarantee. It's not worth. Wait, the, it's not worth wait, the time wait. usually, unless. So Wait, wait, is is coach saying that it's gone permanently? So it's ex- yeah. he's expelled? Yeah, it's done. And it was already dead, like Fucked practically. Up. Like it was it was already dead on the level of like impressions and stuff. It was just dead. Yeah. Yeah, they'll destroy your impressions. You understand that, right? Like like the no- amount of Jack, reach post reach yeah. dramatically drops and there's not much. The you can guy do about that the guy Rick I was telling you about. He is he is one of them as well, and he says they shadow banned me on Twitter. He, dude, I'm telling you, he's the fucking Alex Jones of crypto. He's like they shadow banned me on Twitter. <laughs> he's tripping, dude. But he might be right now. Now that I'm hearing you guys talking about this, holy shit. Anyway, it's just normal stuff. Like Bruce is almost expecting it at some point. I think. Kind of. I was a little bit more careful. Didn't expect to. Yeah, just annoying. Yeah, careful. I hate everybody with brown eyes. Well, <laughs> <That's> um, <careful. laughs> yeah, I think it is. Like, like who gives a f- like brown eyes? Are you kidding me? Like, who cares? It's just so fucking timid. Kids say that in the playground to each other. Oh, dude, I fucking love you, man. I hope you get your account back, dude. I I tell I tell people in other spaces about you too. I'm like, bro, you gotta you gotta meet this guy, Bruce. At first, you're gonna just not know what to think about him, but then if like you just listen to him for a while, you'll get it. <laughs> anyway. Oh hey Jade, what's going on? You guys have just broken my heart if Bruce is never coming back to Twitter. Well, you know the horrible thing as well is they delete all of your messages in all of your DMs. That that is that's absolutely devastating. Like go go to um we've DM before Jay go to our DMs and uh-huh. have, a look, have a look at what's there have I just disappeared completely I think I have oh my god it's just a one sided conversation <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow yep it's brutal like every your whole history 
your tweets, everything just disappears, gone, brutal. Your whole existence on the internet. I'll never know if you responded to me or not. (laughs) Mine's not gone yet. Maybe it's because like I haven't restarted Twitter or something. Refresh. You mean my message? Maybe I should slide through and screenshot everything from my own posterity before like all evidence of this is gone. It's gone. (laughs) It's annoying because you can like I've put a lot of information about a lot of stuff in a lot of places and like help people through different things like suggested their meditation and therapy and all kinds of stuff um or like taught people about grid bots or whatever else it's all just yeah done erased sad so it's not just a twitter jail it's actually suspended i I was degening into some nfts so i was only half paying attention i was excited to show off my new bad kid but this is more important to talk about so anyway, to like at least kind of uh, revive things, you can just get like a Proton Mail account. And the key though is like you can't like claim that you are who you were to some extent. Just but at the same time, they can sort of tell. Oh, because like, it's not like you know his name. Like if it well, was... they can tell if a lot of people that you con- like you commonly converse with or something like that, right? Uh-huh. Were to re-follow, then they're going to know it's you. And they're they're going to try to like kick you that way too. Well, the only the main annoying thing, Steffi, is this account. Like, is this account at risk? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, like if they're attached to the same email. Yeah, because I've logged in with the same. I've logged in with Bruce and this Lunkdow account every day from the same location for months and months. Mm-hmm. Um, no attempt to hide. So if Bruce is the thing is when they permanently suspend you, they say that you can't log in. Uh, or create another account with um I, I it's a bit weird the way they word it they say you can't create a new account so i don't know whether that includes usage of the site with other accounts but usually it does because they're trying to get rid of that user they consider that user hateful like he's not allowed to create a new account because he might be hateful on that account too right it's like you're done twitter thinks you're done like this is a person we don't want on our site ever um which puts this account at risk so it's like I don't know. It's a bit precarious. I've got to be ultra careful. And then my can just... suspensions get reversed? Yes, they or... can. Like they can. I thought can you were I... Bruce's twin brother who runs the Lunk Dow. Well, I don't want to talk about that. Well, last time when like Addie went to uh, Twitter headquarters at World Trade Center too, right? She was able to go and like stage a sit-in over there and like buy them coffee or some bullshit and got it done. But this time, like I don't know. It's probably like too late. Anyway, what if we it's like a shadow band account anyway? What if we send all of the Doquan hunters to Twitter headquarters instead? Yeah. Like we 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 say that Doquan was spotted trying to uh, unban Coach Bruce from Twitter at the Twitter headquarters in California, and get the mob of four four is it four or forty thousand people to just show up and and stage some sort of you know some sort of coup on Twitter to get. To get both Doquan, you're you're actively seeking to get your thing banned too right now, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> that can't go down well. <laughs> you know, usually I'm good at knowing people to fix situations like this too. I I have no one for this one. Or or we preempt it. We we go we go to to uh, San Antonio to Elon before he actually purchases Twitter. To, to kind of, 
you know, get get ahead of his purchase to uh, like as one of the conditions to purchase Twitter, he unbans Coach Bruce Wrangler. You know, mm. I think this is more momentum for what I was talking about earlier, Bruce. Is maybe you might want to consider. Yeah. Telegram. I'll get on the horn and call SpaceX right now. But dude, I, does this mean we're not going to see any more troll posts for for a while? Like, can you start a new account? Oh wait, you just said that you can't. That's Here's nice. the thing. You know what you can you can do is like. Uh, you can start a new account, right? And like organically, just uh, like pick that up after a while, and then just uh, I don't know. I think I think it's possible to build back pretty quickly. What do you think, Bruce? Or does, does it matter? How does he know that he's permanently banned? Though it just says suspended. It doesn't say it's it's demolished. It says it on my end. Yeah, I'm just doing an appeal thing. Might as well, whatever. Fuck. Yeah, sometimes the intern on the other end will be like, fuck it, and reverse it. And, like, I think they say if you do it over and over again, like, you'll yeah. get a different intern each time. <laughs> they'll do it, and they'll get them, like, reversed just by just sheer brute, uh, like, trial and error or something. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, I don't know, it's not like you committed any crimes. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part Chepe Space. Join the hunt for Doquan. Let's get our compensation. I can't even say that with a straight face. But... Recorded on Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Spaces. <laughs>